The Golf Off and Amplify podcast is brought to you by Death Squad UK. We are no way affiliated with Red Band's original setup, but he has inspired us to do this podcast. This week, me, Ben Burrows, at Death Squad underscore BB on Twitter, and Declan Whiteside at Deanicus on Dead on Twitter is going to blow your fucking mind. So let's just start this motherfucker. Finally, everything is working like a dream, right? The, the thing that gets me more than anything is the the uh, meteorite that was in Russia. They're trying to say it was uh, a, co- a complete coincidence and an unrelated uh, matter because it, it entered at a different tra- uh, trajectory. Yeah. I find it hard to believe it is uh, unrelated at all. I mean, usually when, when meteorites go past or comets go past, they, they usually have a trail of other meteorites, don't they? Yeah, usually. Um did you see the meteorite that uh, that hit Russia? Did you watch the news report? Yeah, well, I've seen most of the video clips and did you hit stuff. Did you listen to the Sonic Bang? Right, I'm, go- I'm now going to play what happened in Russia now. Yeah. I've got the video loaded up on YouTube. Right, this is what happened in Russia earlier on today, I believe. That's terrifying. It's amazing, isn't it? The sonic boom. Look at the total dev- devastation. Now, this was apparently only 10 tons. The weight of yeah, a, a heavy tractor trailer. A one meter. One, one point two. Now that was a meter and eleven tons, and the sonic boom of that was absolutely fucking terrifying. And they're trying to say that that's unrelated to the meter to the comet that's passing now, or the yeah. comet that's passed now. What do you think? Do you think it was? Do you think it was a little bit of a coincidence that something like that was happening? And think, on the uh, other side of the world, that that was that was. It seems to be Russia is getting hit all the time as well. Yeah, well, I know that um, it, it it is a bit of a coincidence, granted. But um, as far as I know, the meteorite that was on our end, you know, it was nowhere near Siberia. What's the difference between a comet and a meteorite? Uh, a comet is ice, isn't it? A comet is ice with a trail, usually. And a meteorite's not? Yeah, meteorites usually just rock or iron or whatever really? other materials. I, I think it's something like that. Isn't well, what what categories is the? There's a comet, a meteorite, and is there anything else? Comet, a meteor. I, I'm not sure if there's a different classification for an asteroid as well. And an asteroid, I think. So with an know. asteroid, it, when a comet or a meteor enters the 
Earth's atmosphere. Doesn't the category of it change as well? As well? Honestly, well, don't know. What was the one that passed Earth? Was it a meteor or was it a comet? Or that was, it an was an ast- That was definitely an asteroid. That was what it was labelled as anyway on the media outlets. Do you know what? We really are sad. We really should have researched that a little bit more. That one, though, which was only 150 fucking feet long, that could have wiped out a fucking town, couldn't it? Oh, well, th- what, which one? The one that actually passed the Earth. Uh, well, it was a... I think somebody ranked it as a 29% uh, meteorite. It would affect the environment on Earth. It's 29%. It would do that much fucking damage if it hit the Earth. And it, that's a hundred, that was it, only 150 was, foot long as it, well. It, it was supposed to be a... It would destroy um, eight, eight, eight square, eight circular miles worth of city if it hits a city. You know, London, basically. It would destroy London if it hit London. And all the shit that came out of it would go up into the atmosphere. Yeah. Well, oh that's that's the big thing that would fuck it up. What, the, um, what a lot of the scientists were saying as well, this is the first time they've managed to uh, track a really small object as well. Yeah. I mean, this one, I think it was a Spanish guy. What was it? 2012 uh, DA-14, I think it was labelled yeah. as. It was a Spanish guy who seen this, and it was on a trajectory, which... Um, apparently it's in a family of comets as well. Yeah, that's that, that come close to Earth. That come close to Earth. 17,200 miles is not a long fucking way away. It's no. still... I still can't understand how close a meteor needs to come or a comet or an asteroid needs to fucking come without the Earth's gravitational pull um, dragging it in because satellites are on a uh, altering trajectory all the time. If a yeah. satellite loses, I don't know, power... It will eventually start falling to Earth, won't it, because of the gravitational pull? It it completely depends. Uh, obviously, that's that's based on it having gravitational pull over a long time. Mm. Um, but I, I can't remember what the exact exact height is from the Earth that something can't get away. If you well, know what I, mean. I think Hollywood then is surprisingly fucking uh, left me to believe that anything that comes basically closer than the moon is going to be fucking dragged into the Earth's atmosphere. Do you think the size of it's got to be, got a lot to play as well? Because something at 150 feet long, is that going to have its own fucking, is that going to have its own atmosphere or its own fucking gravitational pull? Very doubtful. I wonder if it took any satellites down as well. Based on gravity alone, uh, weight and weight and size mean nothing in terms of gravity. 150 uh, feet. Did anybody guess the weight of it? Is there any chance out there how heavy this thing was? Well, it'll be super heavy because they're always a solid, mass. they're always solid, you know, solid mass and iron, you know, usually. What was the weight of the one that hit Russia? 11 tonnes? I don't know what the tonnage was. Yeah, it was 11 tonnes. I, I, know, I know it was about one and a bit metres, they reckon. One and a bit metres long and it fucking 500 people have been injured by a non-Earth object. Yeah. Apparently, the uh, Russian military, uh, whatever it is, fucking space military command, or the the Russian military who monitored the skies, the, it must have been the missile detection picked up on something yeah. 10 metres, uh, sorry, 10 tonnes, a metre wide, 10 tonnes heavy, solid mass. They actually picked up on it, like, coming into the atmosphere. Yeah, I, I think, the, judging by... What the news outlets are saying is that they might have fucking tried to fire anti, anti, uh, you know, what, aircraft? aircraft missiles at it, thinking thinking it might have been a, an incoming you know, missile or something like an that, an intercontinental ballistic missile, an IC fucking yeah. BM. Um, do you reckon? Do you reckon? Imagine being in that space commander being set there, and the fucking rush, it, and you get that ping. I know because it is. It's gonna be. It's gonna. A computer isn't going to know whether it's a fucking 
whether it's a missile or a fucking comet, are they at the no. end of the day? So do you reckon? Do you reckon they thought they were under attack first? I, I th- do you know something? It wouldn't surprise me at all. They were. Where is it? They did it. Uh, it entered the atmosphere at the speed of 15 to 20 kilometres. 15 to 20 kilometres? Yeah, well, and then disintegrated at the altitude of 30 to 50 kilometres. 30 to 50 kilometres? That's not for... for kilometres... Uh, how many thousand feet is that? Uh, well, a kilometre is a thousand feet. Uh, one kilometre is a thousand feet, so yeah. 50,000 feet. So you talk... It's a good fucking job aeroplanes weren't flying by. I mean, some... Do you know comets and meteorites have killed people in the past? Yeah, no. they, They've entered the atmosphere like a bullet. Well, they've entered the atmosphere at something like the size of a... I don't know, the size of 30 centimetres, right? 12 inches. And it's burnt up and burnt up and burnt up. And one motherfucker has been in the wrong place at the wrong time. And the fucking... That little that little burnt-out fucking piece of rock, what's only about that big, has entered... What's the fucking chances of that? I mean, you've got more chances of the Loch Ness Monster flying on a UFO sat next to Elvis Presley than being hit by a meteorite. Well, uh, you? The, the, one of the main things, well, if you think about it, if you've got a little object that big, I wonder how fucking big it was when it entered the atmosphere before it burnt up. That's another thing. It just shows you how uh, how far behind our space technology is now detecting these... Uh, Near, I think it's NEA, NEA, isn't it? Near, not NEO, near Earth objects. Yeah. I believe it's less than 1% at the moment. That's what the. Uh, That's what they reckon they detect at the moment. Less than 1%. I tell you what, I was watching the news before and I was absolutely amazed. There was a little scroll thing going along the, uh, going along the bottom and it was saying. Um, what was it? Meteor due to pass 17,200 miles between the planet. I mean, thirty years ago, you wouldn't. It, yeah, in the eighties, you wouldn't have got that. In the nineties, you probably twenty years ago, you wouldn't have that. I was sitting there thinking to myself, "Do you know what? I'm living in the fucking future. <laughs> I'm watching a news report that is commenting about something in space. Are you tired, mate? Are you struggling? No, I'm good. Um, something in sp- the news is reporting on something in space that is passing between our planet called the Earth, which is a fucking beautiful name as a planet, isn't it? Planet fucking Earth. And the technology is out there now to report on this. It genuinely blew my fucking mind. Yeah, I think one of the main things with it was that the, the asteroid that hit Siberia the other year, I think that was a pretty good big wake-up call. What was that? The one that levelled 200 square miles of forest in Siberia. Why the fuck didn't I know about that? Um, they, that was a big wake-up call. I actually watched a documentary on it the other week. Are you sure it was... Uh, it was... Last, are you sure it was last year? Uh, the last couple of years. I can't remember when it was. Because one hit Siberia in the fucking uh, 1900s, you sure it did? No, one dead, dead recent, really recent. Was uh, that a comet or an asteroid or what? Duh, I can't remember, but I know I know something hit. Um, but one of the main things was with it, it was a wake-up call because I was watching the documentary on it the other week. Um, all these people that just detect, you know, objects that are going to hit Earth discovered, you know, they found this meteorite or asteroid or whatever the fuck it was. And they went, right, it's going to hit Earth. You know, and it was an American uh, centre that discovered it. Right. They're like, right, it's going to hit Earth. Mm-hmm. Phoned up his boss, told him. His boss was like, right, okay. They sure this is in the movie? No, no, this is real. This is real. Uh, you'll be able to find out if you Google it. Just uh, Google, go to Google and just look for, like, Siberian. Well, to be honest with you, if you type that in, you'll get all the ones from today, won't you? Yeah. But, um... I spell Siberia. Uh, S-I-B-E-R-I-A. 
but um, they didn't catch it on f- you know footage of anything. They just literally found this ridiculous chunk of forest, fucking leveled completely, you know, fucking like hundreds of square miles. But one of the one of the, basically, so they told their bosses that it was going to hit Earth. They didn't know how big it was or anything, and they literally. They ranked, you know, they they calculated it and everything, and put it through to like the fucking president of the United States and everything. You know, mm. genuine. This is like genuine on the documentary. And they went right. Yep, it's going to hit in three hours. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck! How and big was it? They had no idea how big it was, and then eventually, a couple of hours later, it hit and it fucking leveled so much forest type of thing. They couldn't, they didn't, couldn't work out where it was going to hit, how big it was. Fuck all. It could have been anything. I can't remember this because this is on the news now. Uh, YouTube's reporting. Uh, Funded Russian, uh, sorry, founded Russian meteor, uh, breaking news, uh, comet Siberia shooting star meteors, solar eclipse, tornadoes, fires, Mars, meatball, no, that's not it, Siberian apocalypse, Siberian apocalypse, uh, explosion, 1908, there was one in 1908, you know. It wasn't yeah, no, I remember that one. I'm not obviously. You, you remember yeah, it? Yeah, I remember it, I was there, yeah. Was you there, yeah? Uh, no, I, I remember reading about that one, um. I'm, f- I'm thinking of getting mixed up. I, I yeah. can't remember uh, anything fucking uh, hitting Siberia the last year. It would have been reported. It, it was in the last couple of years, I'm sure of it. So that's um, twice Siberia's been hit. Yeah. Yeah. Da, 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 da. That, that's 1908. That was the big one. Um, you get a mistake, mate, I'm telling you. There's no way that Siberia's been hit twice in the past yeah, 105 years. If it has, people who live in um, Siberia need to move the fuck out of town. And need to move the fuck out of town. Is it populated, Siberia? Yeah, heavily populated. Well, they need to move. Recent asteroid Um, impacts on Earth. 2012 DA-14, the one that poses no danger. I wonder if there's any... If there was any fucking stragglers that had come close to Earth, I wonder if there was any shooting stars. What what people fucking necessarily see? That's from two thousand and four. That yeah, day. no, hang on. Declan is actually on the BBC website now, and he's uh, he's I'm found. Determined to find what this was, I can't remember what it was. Oh, it's a documentary on it and everything. What was the documentary called? I don't have a fucking clue. Type in Google documentary. Oh, sorry, Google documentary. Um, I don't know, comet impact. Why is all doctors? Why do they have beards? Why does a doctor and a professor got to have a beard? Well, especially when it's space. That one didn't even hit us, so that's wrong. I think you're genuinely being mistaken. I better not be. I really hope not. Ash, oh, fucking assassins. This is a lot of fucking bullshit, this thing. Let know. it go, Dad, let it go. 1980, 1994, 1998, uh, 1998. Argentina? Oh. I remember the one in Jupiter. The Jupiter one was really fucking good. 2000. Go on, keep on going, just keep on going. Oh, well, that's fucking useless, isn't it? Let it go then, man, let it go. Yeah, I'm letting it go, it's going. I can't be asked. Do you <sighs> believe we have the technology now to uh, take out any type of threat that's on the way to Earth? Do we fuck? Well, no apparently, according to uh, Mr. Tyson, have you ever heard of him? He's a, a massive astrophysicist. Nope. Never heard of him. Um... He said, as long as we have uh, enough time and enough notice, we can deal with any threat. Only as long as we've got enough time and notice. If you think about it, let's say they fucking discover fucking meteorite's going to hit Earth fucking so many. You know, it's going to hit in like a thousand days or something like that. That's fucking more than enough fucking time. Because 
Let's face facts. We can fucking do anything if we put enough money behind it. Okay. We just won't. Uh, what was the size of the meteor that wiped out the dinosaurs? Did, did we ever... The science is out there. I think it was... It was so many fucking million megatons, wasn't it? Yeah, Oh, it no, massive. sorry. Uh, the explosion was so many million megatons, right? Yeah. And the crater... Let's say the the crater is a mile. It was a mile. Let's say it was a yeah. mile, right? Let's say that come towards us now. What do you think would be the option? Do you think they would deflect it with nuclear weapons? You know, change the trajectory. The trajectory. Do you know, um, set off a nuclear weapon at the side of it. Do you know, so the fuck you got some more shit. Just um, well, one of the uh, one of the main things um, would be that. I don't think it would make that much of a difference, nuclear weapon-wise. Not direct impacts, anyway. Yeah, no, not launching it at it. Do you know, the the meteors flying along, or the comets flying along, the asteroid, whatever you want to call it, flying along, and instead of hitting, flying, hitting a fucking uh, a nuclear weapon to bounce off the surface of it, do you know, just to, as it's coming along like that, and the uh, Earth's here, just set up a nuclear weapon here, so the four... I mean, I'm not talking, like, one that's sitting in a bunker somewhere now. I'm talking about scientists getting together. I'm building a motherfucker of a bomb. I'm talking like a world... I'm talking like one that could fucking... One bomb could wipe out Europe. We have enough force just to change the trajectory by 1%. Depending on how far out they get it, let's say if they get it around Mars, right, and they change the trajectory by 1% and it passes Earth, that's all they need to do. Yeah, but... The, the main problem with that, though, is we don't, number one, we don't have anything that could reach that far, that fast. Yes, we do. The, the, the technology is out there for us. If we wanted to now, right, Earth, Earthlings, I love that word. Earthlings. Earthling is a word to describe humans by people who are not human, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Earthling is a word. People who are superior. You, superior to all, humans. All aliens are going to be fucking superior. No, that's what I mean. That's what Earthlings used to describe, isn't it? Somebody who thinks the sounds like a weak ass word, doesn't it? As yeah. well, Earthling. It sounds so fucking puny, which is what Earthlings are. Aren't you know, they? I, Earthlings I, I, are fucking puny. I, I, but just, I just love how Earthling is a word that is used to describe people of this planet for other people who are not of this planet. What? Right? Uh, we have the we have the technology now, right, to build a fucking spaceship and fly to Mars. Right? Yes, the only but reason why it takes. We don't, a long time. No, it doesn't take a long time. We can be there in three. We can be there in three months now. You know. Well, the, the the well the, the proposed mission to Mars is supposed to be the vehicle that's going to take them there is supposed to take three hundred fifty days. So a year. The one that they've been doing tests on. Right. Do you know the reason why we're not on Mars at the moment? Go on. Money. Yeah. Money. If China, I know this is robbing what was on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, but if China or Russia said tomorrow we're going to put a base on Mars or we're going to go to Mars, right, in two years' time, the US will have a program. They probably have documents and blueprints there now, right? They'll just get the green right and all the fucking scientists of the world will come together and the next thing you know, they're they're launching a a mission to fucking Mars. I really don't uh, believe that these Suzu capsules that the Russians are using now, which is 70s technology. That is not the future display of space flight. All right, it's getting shit up into the into the atmosphere, but basically it's a big fucking firework, isn't it? Yeah. It is. It's just a fucking shell with a bit of technology in it and a lot of fucking fuel, which is, no, which is necessarily, that is just what uh, a lot of fucking rockets are, isn't it? It's a big fucking firework. But yeah. surely now we have the technology for something to take off in the same way as an aeroplane does, right? And if uh, if you can remember the X-Rockets, right? Once they get into a certain um, altitude in the atmosphere, they can 
switch to a different type of propulsion and they can use the oxygen, right, and ignite the oxygen and the hydrogen in the atmosphere to send them supersonic and over 17,000 miles an hour, which will get them outside the atmosphere. That's what I can't understand now. They've had that technology since the 50s, you know, yep. for uh, missile, like, missile type of aircraft being strapped, strapped underneath, uh, I think it's an old version of a B-1 bomber and they're dropping it and basically the the, the technology has been there for the for that type of craft that's strapped underneath the aeroplane to ignite the hydrogen and the oxygen and propel itself I mean in the 50s and 60s it was just going supersonic it was going 2,000 miles an hour plus but just recently I'll say that's annoying as fuck just recently uh, they have been getting them to go 5,000 miles an hour and the, the technology is there to do it the only thing that's holding them back is money and that's a fucker. I thought, aren't all asteroids supposed to be like made up of diamond, which is just compressed carbon, is it? Diamonds mm, are just compressed no, carbon. Well, not well. T- I don't think, to their knowledge, I don't think they've found any so far that have hit that have been made of diamond. They found ones that have been made of, of other varieties, gold and silvers and stuff like that. Um, I wonder what's on the moon. Do you think there's anything on the moon as a no. natural resources? <laughs> well. They know that there's va- you know vast majorities of metals on there, which means the likelihood is, especially considering how many asteroids have hit the moon, um, there'll be a lot of gold and silver up there as well, definitely. Why is the moon pot marked to fuck? <laughs> I mean, when's well, the last time an asteroid hit the moon? Well, they're, they're happening all the time. They just don't fucking record that much. I mean, is it because the moon isn't, um, isn't I don't know, um, hasn't been colonised? Because... If you take away all the concrete and all the forests and all the water and all that, would this planet be as fucking pot-marked as the moon? You mean if this camp, if if this planet had nothing living on it, it would it look? It'd probably look very similar. Um, but what you need to remember though is that the moon, um, generally speaking, has had a lot of flack off asteroids compared to us in in recent times. Anyway, it's like the moon and Jupiter have purely been put in our in our solar system purely for our own benefit. Because Jupiter is that fucking massive. It draws in passing comets and asteroids yeah. and meteors. I mean, when was the one? Was it 1994? And it was um, um, Jupiter um, attracted one of the asteroids that was uh, that was uh, a near-Earth object. Mm-hmm. It, was, it actually attracted it and it impacted. And the explosion was bigger than this planet. Yeah. Do you reckon we would have the technology to deal with that? Somehow, no. I don't, to be honest with you, planet side technology. To, to be honest with you, the whole thing, um, there's very little. No, in official terms, you know, it, it is possible, but in real terms, the the likelihood of you being able to get an explosion strong enough to literally knock something that heavy. You have to go course. Armageddon on that ass, wouldn't you? You, you know, have to you, bore you, it down, dig dig down into the core yeah, of the and, comet, but and then detonate e- to shit. Even then, you're probably just gonna fucking turn it into. Fucking loads of little fucking little ones that are just gonna twat fuck out, of, like similar to our fucking Siberian friend yesterday. Um, you know, it's fucking probably just gonna be shit loads of little fucking things. If you get it that far away, though, if you can intercept it at Mars, right? Um, let's say it's got. I mean, how fast are these comets fucking travelling through space, man? Are we talking thousand mile, thousands of miles? Yeah, let's Google how fucking fast that. Well, the, you have you have a variety of things, but I know. Generally speaking, the going rate of something, um, asteroid-wise, out in space mm. uh, that's that's been through gravitational fields recently, you know, it's fifty, sixty thousand miles an hour type fucking speeds. You know, it's fucking big speeds. How far is Mars from the from the Earth? We're we talking millions of miles. Uh, 
No. Um, what are we talking? No, it's not. It's well, the moon is two hundred fifty thousand miles away from Earth. Um, right. The let's see. Um, the moon, the distance of Earth to Mars. It's, it, it'll be it'll be a lot, but I can't remember what it'll be. We're talking um, millions. Yeah, we'll be talking millions, probably tens of millions, but um, I can't remember what it is. I remember reading how long it takes for light to travel to Mars, and I can't remember what the fuck it was. And we can be there in 365 days. Well, how long did the Mars rover take to get to Mars? It was only about three what? fucking months, wasn't it? Mm, no, I don't think it was much longer than that. I can't remember. One Mars year is 687 Earth days. Yeah. Holy fuck. 56 million kilometres. That's how far it is. It's what? 56 million kilometres. So you're talking about 30 mil- 35 million miles. Oh yeah, it's oh, fucking hell. It's weird because the, tra- the, tra- the trajectory of Earth and Mars can... Listen to this, right. Uh, December... 24, 2007, it was 88.2 million kilometres away, right? Yeah. In October 2013, it was 62 million kilometres yeah. away. That must be... See, when you think of the solar system, you always think... Oh, well, I, well, I do. You always think that everything is parallel with each other no, as, it, as it goes around the sun, but it's not... It's times when it fucking comes closer and further apart. Yeah, that's why the planets all uh, are in, always in different positions. Yeah. Some of them are... You know, some of them aren't even on the same type of orbit, if you know what I mean. What, you know, yearly? You, well, no, you, you know, like, let's say, you know, let's say you've got a couple of our planets going round like that. Mm. Um, you might have one that's going round like that. Convert, ah, if you know what I mean. You know, yeah. then then you, you're in a whole other fucking, you're on about fucking four or five dimensions then, you know, when you're talking about it. Because you don't just have your... You're up, down, side to side. You've got your fucking, you know, your, your time, space, fucking continuum. It's like fucking bullshit. Well, according to um, according to this website that I'm on here, um, the best time to see Mars is 2018. Should be a very good year with uh, Mars looking particularly particularly bright and red in the sky. It wasn't too bad a thingy last year. Well, you can see it now. You can see Mars now yeah. with the naked eye. It's it's fucking. Do you know? Sometimes you can see Venus and Neptune. And Jupiter's one of the best ones. Jupiter. Well, sometimes Jupiter and Neptune have it. Well, every year it has a crossing orbit. You know, every year yeah. it fucking comes really close to each other and it goes past each other. And you can like, see you can see them in the sky, fucking getting really I've, close. Obviously, because I work nights. When you're in the uh, you know in the cold winters and on nights type of thing, sometimes you you know at, at the moment this this type of year, and you know, I could easily fucking walk outside and go all right. That's Neptune. Yeah. That's fucking Jupiter. That's that. That's that. That's that. I love how technology has got to the point now where on your phone you have an app. Yeah. yeah I used to have. It? I used to have it called Distant Suns, and Distant Suns allows you to uh, hold your fucking phone up to the sky, and yeah. it will tell you fucking pretty fucking accurate as you hold your phone up to the sky where the fuck this yeah. constellations and uh, where the ISS space station is as well, yep. and where the fucking it's fucking you see. <laughs> As a kid, I would look up at the sky and I would think to myself, "That is a really fucking bright star." A bright star, not knowing that actually it wasn't a fucking star; it was actually a fucking, uh, it was actually a planet. It only seems that now that I, that I know about it. I just yeah. can't believe that in school that they would they wouldn't have taught me it. Which, personally, I blame the fucking government. Government <laughs> <I'm laughs> for it. The, uh, have you ever have you ever seen the space, space station? The ISS. Yeah, have you well, ever seen it? Women naked eye. Yeah, I get a tweet. 
Yeah. Every fucking every morning or every night, if the ISS is passing my GPS location, yeah. right, it will say that uh, the ISS is passing. It's going to be in the southwest of the sky. It's been many times when I've been on night shift and I've got a tweet from a. It must be the ISS space station. No, somebody affiliated with the ISS, and it would say at uh, four twenty the ISS will be vis- visible with the naked eye. If I go up the fire escape at work and look over the Runcorn Bridge, I can see the ISS yeah. space station. Bright as fuck, isn't it? It's fucking unbelievable. But well, that's just the sun bouncing off the solar panels, yeah. that, isn't it? It is fucking good, though. I've, o- I've only ever seen it once, and that was just by accident. That was just me looking up into the sky just that one specific second. I thought, fucking hell, that star's going fucking fast. Fucking hell. It only took a couple of minutes to pass across the sky. What did? You, when did you trigger on to what it actually was? Well, straight away, I knew that it couldn't be fucking, you know, a star or fuck all. Um, Initially, I thought, you know, it might be a fucking meteorite or something, but, you know, there's no way you'd be able to see it. So I fucking just Googled it, and it turned out that there was fucking space station. It's always crazy, isn't it, when you when you actually look at it and you think to yourself, what the fuck, I'm, I'm looking at something that is not this planet. Do you reckon the ISS has got any purpose for us? No, not really. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, don't get me wrong, it's fucking, you know, scientific, scientifically brilliant and all that palaver. Um, you know, and it, but it's more or less just used for fucking pictures of Earth, isn't it? You know, really high... Detailed fucking pictures of it. I wonder how close the that comet was to uh, what's it called to space station. To the space station. I wonder I if they saw it with the naked eye. I wonder if it was even on this side of the planet at the time. Don't know, do you? No, they, that that is very fucking true. Um, I wonder what. It, so it was just the ISS was built just for purely scientific, wasn't it? I think so. I don't, I'm not entirely sure. I think you know. I, I think when it was first sent up, there was like a feat. You know, it was like, look what we can do. We can send people to live in fucking space, but apparently the US Air Force has got a military space station. It'll be, a, you know, yeah, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. Do you think they've got one? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't think there'd be much benefit from having people up there. Having fucking top class satellites that do fucking bad shit. Yeah, probably. But do you not think they've got a manned space station? No, doubtful. I don't think so. But you never know. Do you know what? God bless Google. God bless Google. Do you know Google are, um, are selling themselves out and they're now um, having your browsing history uh, viewable by any official party who oh, yeah, wants to no. view it? Have you, you, you fucking go onto Google, type something in, then log on Facebook. You fucking got adverts down the side of what you've just been fucking Googling. You're, you're joking. I, I know. Well, we're getting fucking married. We fucking looked for one one day. We looked at fucking wedding venues and stuff. And fucking the next day, down the side of fucking Facebook, there it was. Wham, 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 wham. Fucking wedding venues. Fucking rings. Fucking everything. I thought, yeah, you fucking twats. You're fucking selling all my shite. It hurts that, doesn't it? Knowing that... <laughs> If somebody wanted to, if any government agency wanted to, well, come on, let's hit the nail on the head. If the U.S. fucking, if the U.S. fucking security services or the British security services wanted to find out what you was looking at, what your browsing history was looking at, they would fucking, uh, they could get in touch with Google, and Google would sell them all your fucking. Well, not sell them. Google would quite happily hand over all of your details. What happened to privacy? That if, really pisses me off. That if, you know. if they don't already know it before you even ask Google. So what they've got the technology now to get in there? Well, virus scanners not picked that up. Well, no, not necessarily. Think about it. You fucking click on something. It's going through your internet service provider, isn't it? Yeah. You're going on this, so it must be logged. It's a, regardless of what anybody says, it must be logged somewhere. Must be logged somewhere. You've gone on fucking cock guzzling maniacs or something. You know, it's got to be there. Somebody cock knows. Cock guzzling you know, maniacs. Yeah, you know, well, you know, you get the point. You know, it's got to be out there somewhere, hasn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, because every time you visit a page, it leaves a digital footprint, doesn't it? Yeah. There's no such thing as fucking anonymous, as they fucking call themselves these days. There's fucking no way you've got. No, to you be, can't say that, mate. You've, you've got. You've, there's no way you can do it. It's impossible. What I uh, what absolutely fucking amazes me is that the uh, United States Air Force has actually got a space plane called the X-37B, which is a robotic space shuttle, um, and I think it costs about one billion dollars to uh, to make. You know what what the what they don't tell you is that even though they've got an unmanned space shuttle out there at the moment, uh, apparently they have a they actually have a, a squadron of manned fucking fighters. Uh, man fucking fighters, space fighters uh, out there, which cost £1.7 billion to make the RAM to the fuck. It's actually 17, yeah. I was watching a documentary on uh, the Discovery Channel and it was, um, they was talking about what, how how governments would act in an alien invasion. Did you ever see it? Did you ever watch the no. Discovery Channel? Uh, never I, watched the Discovery Channel. I, I, I used to years ago, but I don't really bother anymore. Right, it was what would happen if the uh, if aliens actually came to this planet. Do you know the United Nations actually have a uh, delegate in charge of um, uh, extraterrestrial contact with Earth? Oh yeah, no yeah. doubt. The, 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 uh, it's actually a female. Yeah. A woman's actually not 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 saying not being sexist or anything like that. I'm just saying that there's an actual there's an actual delegate. Well, as of 2010, there was a delegated representative who, if uh, if aliens made contact with us, um, she would be like the first point of call. Look what's happening in fucking Syria now. Do you think that the fucking UN are going to do anything? The UN are the biggest pile of shit out there. Well, it's not just that, is it? You know, the the, the big the biggest problem with the UN is that your organisation is only as good as its fucking members, isn't it? That's the big problem, straight away. It's like everybody's scared of making a fucking decision, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. It, from every fucking level of society upwards, fucking all the way up to our countries, they're yeah. fucking terrified. Nobody um, wants to be that person who starts that fucking war. On this documentary, it basically said that no matter what civilization came to this planet, they would be superior to us. Because they've yeah. got to travel a fucking mass amount of miles to get to this planet. Um, they're probably going to have some type of shield system because yeah. if they're travelling at light speed, a fucking a little piece of cosmic dust is going to be like hitting a fucking nuclear bomb yeah. all the time. So by the time they get to Earth, they're going to be fucking... They're going to be ready to... They're not going to be here to negotiate, are they? No. Um, basically... Documentary said that the United States Air Force are seventeen manned space fighters, yep. and there's pictures on the internet now. You can go on there. That one was an unmanned one, but you can go on the internet now and you can Google the U.S. space fighter. It's an X fighter. There's a the category uh, the categorization is a uh, is is uh, started with X at the start of it. One point seven billion dollars to uh, to make. Fucking pointless. Isn't it? Well, yeah, because the simple fact is, you can ju- you can just imagine it, guy. Right, let's say you've got seventeen of these fucking things that are all dotted out and everything. This fucking alien big fucking ship comes up to the planet, and a bit of money is just going to go. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. There as, you go. As those uh, as those space fighters are going up to intercept this armada that's come to space. But a bit of money, the fucking st- our space junk cars, uh, is more fucking threatening. <laughs> I bet it is. It's supposed got... to be an absolute mess as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It's fucking... Have you ever seen the pictures of it? Yeah. It's fucking, it's bad. Old satellites that are on the decaying orbit and are threatening new satellites that are up there at the minute. Fucking creating our own fucking problems. So do you not think it's beneficial for us to have a space programme? Oh, yeah, definitely. No doubt. You've really? got to. But, Why? But I think the main thing behind it, though, is that you need to put force behind that space programme. You know, you need to put... You need to put real fucking... 
you know, major, major, major fucking cash behind that. Because otherwise, do you not think there's major cash there now? No, because the Americans have already dropped their fucking their funding for it, haven't they? Yeah, it seems to be um, a lot of private firms that are, that are uh, investing in space travel, aren't yeah. they? In space tourism. Are we ever going to see it in our in our fucking lifetime? What you mean, space tourism? Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely see it, um, but not. I don't think it'll be on any level to what it could be potentially. Um, but I, I think that that's obviously. You need you need to have your fucking straight away. You need fucking humanity to be fucking at least, you know, unified in some level, some respect. But we're just fucking not. You know, we're all just as fucking bad as each other. We're all nationalists on some level. Is there no money for um, for space at the minute? Uh, well, the is there nothing in space that we can use to our advantage? Well, yeah, arguably, because no. you've got there's nothing in space apart from radiation, isn't there? Well, you, radiation and death. Well, you've got radiation and death and all that palaver, but you've also got straight away. You know, you've got your asteroids out there, which are made of fucking ridiculous metals, metals that cost a lot of money to right. mine on this planet. You know, and up there you've got fucking asteroids that are floating about, made out of fucking solid, you know, rare earth type fucking stuff. China's got like ninety five percent of our fucking rare earth. You know, they're the ones who control all of the rare earth coming up. You know. What was wasn't there a story recently about China having gold or did have you heard of this China I know probably not it was, it was a new story. China at the minute have been stockpiling gold. Yep. Right, and their their um, supply, their stock of uh, Earth's gold went from something daft like six percent up to seventeen percent in yep. the year of mm-hmm. Earth's gold. Now I don't know whether that was individual uh, private people buying them or whether the fucking the governments are just uh, stockpiling themselves. What's the benefit of stockpiling gold? Well, it's the only thing that's actually worth fucking money at the end of the day. Your precious, your precious metals. You know, you've got all your your land and your fucking military power and all that bullshit. But mm. ultimately, at the end of the day, if you want to fucking print currency, you need something that's worth fucking currency yeah. behind it. That's you the know. problem at the moment. Is, uh, is the Great British Pound a fiat currency at the moment? Mm, well, obviously it's getting printed. It's getting printed a lot more now. Yeah. Um, quantitative easing. But it's not It's not a major amount. You know, the quantitative easing, you know, it, it, you are printing more money than is. Yeah, but we're talking like 500 billion at a time, aren't we? Uh, I think the I think they're making 450 this year. Uh, 450... What is it they're doing this year? I can't remember how much money they're printing this year. I can't fucking remember, but it's not much. It's not much in the grand, grand, grand scheme of fucking things. Not like what they did with fucking Germany or America fucking decades and decades ago. Um, but th- that's just the official printing, though. You know, if there's any unofficial printing behind it, you don't know. But what's the benefit of flooding the uh, flooding the current the the country with an extra five hundred billion pound of cash? Because that's just going straight to the banks, isn't it? Uh, well, technically, yes. But um, it, it's kind of one of them fucking things, though. It's too complicated for you f- to fucking get your head around on your own, if you know what I mean. You know, it's everybody, the whole entire thing behind it. You know, the Bank of England, It's each person knows their own little fucking job, if you know what I mean. Isn't that part of London... See, this is what I don't get. The fucking... It's called the Corporation of London, isn't it? Like this, uh, see the mayor's office in London. It's actually called the the corporated office of the of the London mayor. The mayor's office is run as a business, you know. I don't know. Not Did either. you not know that? Um, how much money do you think fucking goes through the tills in London a day? 
We're talking, we're talking hundreds of trillions, aren't we? Well, what do you mean? Oh, sorry, hundreds of billions, aren't we? Like deals, stockbroken deals, yeah, going definitely. through the city of London. Um, well, on turnover, definitely, yeah. Do you reckon they'll ever get to a point where the markets just won't be needed? No, because until we get off this fucking planet, everything's going to go through that, isn't it? Everything. Do you reckon it'd be better if uh, the whole world was on a like a linear time, like the, it was the same time all over the world? I mean, it'd be impossible to do because 1am would be light one place and dark another, but oh, we're asleep. Hong Kong's waking up and trading like a motherfucker, yeah. aren't we? Um, Is the city 24 hours? Or does the city ever clock off? What, Hong Kong? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, the city of London. The city of London, well, it, it, it goes constantly. All your fucking... Uh, even though your stock market's technically closed, it's not. You know, all the banks operate overnight with predictions on what's going to go up, what's going to go down. You know, if like I could sit here now and put a bet on the London Stock Exchange now, fucking 20 past, well, 20 past midnight, fucking Saturday morning, I could put a bet on that now for it to go up and down, and it would fluctuate up and down, and I'd make my money. And then on Monday morning, it could come to it, and it's not gone up or down, it's not gone the way that my bet said. It's fucking gone the complete opposite way, but if I've cashed my bet in by then, I've made my money. So you can do it, why the city? So what, does the city not work on Saturday and Sunday then? No. Well, it... It depends on defining it. The stock exchange doesn't work as such. Um, you know the compute. I just don't get it. I just don't. I just can't see the point of stocks and shares. The share. The share system does not does not operate at all outside of eight five. It's it's done nothing but bad. Oh yeah. When did the uh, when did the stock exchanges start opening up around the world? Was well, eighteen hundreds or the start of the nineteen hundreds. It was something something like that. Um, I think it might have been late eighteen hundreds officially. And what was the what was the um, what was the use for it back then? Because everything changes over time. It would have been marketed as something fucking really brilliant, wouldn't it? Well, it'll be, it'll it'll be rich people who want to uh, own companies or own parts of companies without actually having to run the company. You know, shit, shit like that. It's what I don't get. If I have a company and I want to grow it, and the company becomes massive, let's say it employs. In this country, let's say it employs two hundred and fifty thousand people, um, and let's say it's turning over two hundred billion pounds a year. Right, by law, I cannot own that company outright by a hundred percent, can I? No. Why, when it's my company and it's my eye fucking dear? What what happens when a company? What what stage does a company get to a point where they have to float it on the stock market? I, they don't necessarily have to float it on the stock market. Um, but they do need a board of chairman. Says who? I, I can't remember what it is, but there's a certain level that the company gets to. Says who? Says who? It's, it's in law. It's in law in more or less nearly every country. Why? On some why? Level. Why is it in law? What, because, what's the purpose of it? Because let's say you made your company with 250,000 people, turn on, to, turning over 200 billion pounds and all that palaver every year. Mm. And what? let's say you're a fucking complete nutter. Yeah. Let's say you lose the plot. For example, just as an example, let's say you completely lose your mind, right? And you just decide one day, right, fuck it. Liquidate your company. You know, what would happen? Chaos would happen, you yeah, know? Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, and I, I guess to a certain point where you need a, what 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 they call arguably a democratic thing within the company. Well, it's not. Obviously, everybody's in for their fucking, to make their millions of it. But more often than not, they counteract it by floating the stock market. So people who 
buy the stake in it. You know, they're basically paying you money, cash in hand, right, to ha- own a stake in that company. So therefore, you've got your benefit from it. If you know what I mean. Mm. And then, therefore, if the company does go under, you've got you've got your money away anyway. What massive companies have gone to the wall at the minute? Get all in the last five years. Name a massive fucking huge company that has gone tits up. Well, HP's gone fucking tits up this last year. Who? Good style HP. HP. No, I'm, I'm talking about a, a company that's gone bankrupt. American well, company. Not including banks. Who was the American uh, energy company? Um, oh, fucking hell. There was a documentary on it. Uh, were, it was an American energy company. Oh, begins with M. Motherfucker, what's it called? I can't remember right. There's a, there was an American energy company that went hit up. Basically, it was, it was, it was inventing its profits five years ahead. Right. Yep. So it was, uh, it was borrowing on the back of those profits. They opened up a gas plant in India. Right. It cost two billion. 20 billion to build this gas plant in India, right? I'm talking this plant was fucking huge and it was technologically advanced. Uh, Spent all this money, found the gas, piped the gas to it. The Indians could not afford the gas. So this plant, 20 billion, is now laying dormant, right? This company uh, then found out... Sorry, um... The governments were then f- found out that there was a massive black hole in the bank balance. Do you know what I mean? They would say there was. They were telling uh, the equivalent to the chancellor that they were turning over. I don't know something ridiculous like thirty-seven billion pounds a year, and it's going to grow and grow for the next five years. And in five years' time, it's going to be up to something like seventy-five billion. When they weren't, because they were spending all this money and opening up fucking massive structures and massive, massive um, um, fossil fuel uh, depots, and uh, it, were, it wasn't paying off. Their company collapsed, right? And the shares fell to something like a penny, mm-hmm. and the shares are still on the stock market. Yeah. Why? Well, arguably, someday somebody could t- get the inf- what's left of the infrastructure of that company if they wanted to, if they bought it, and could arguably do something with it. More than likely, they wouldn't be able to do anything with it, but they'll stay. They'll probably stay like that now forever until such a day when that company literally just does not exist at all. Full stop. Well, it doesn't exist at all now. It was actually uh, leaders of the company. They actually went to fucking jail. Yeah, people went down for it. Can't remember what Exxon. Well, no X. Right, I'm going to Google it. Well, Exxon, it's definitely not Exxon. If no, Exxon that's gas, isn't if it? If Exxon had gone under, well, the guess. fucking world would collapse. Right, um, uh, I'm going to Google it. I'm going to use the power of Google now to find out which US energy firm uh, went to its up. Right, US energy firm bankrupt. Company bankrupt, there we go. Emerald. Mm-hmm. It was Emerald. Did you ever hear the story of Emerald? No, not really. Right. Anyway, they did it. And it was. A, do you know what they were? It was fucking weird. They were. They were moving electricity around the grid in America, right? And they were shifting it all around the country, and they were taking over like areas. Do you know, like in this, we have like Memweb and Norweb, don't we? I don't yeah. know. I don't know whether they're still there now or Scottish Power, right? They control all the electricity in this country. In America, they think they have different zones and different companies controlling yeah, the they, electricity. They, I, think, I think they've got different zones and they've got different coasts as well. 
you know, for the three different coasts. Yeah. If I can remember correctly, Emron bought the rights, or yeah, Emron bought the rights to supply the power to LA, right? And the price of electricity went up. Oh, they forcibly put the price of electricity up, right? And people were going out in mass and protesting. And there was some type of public revolt. And what they were doing, they were using the power from LA to power uh, to power surrounding neighbourhoods that wasn't in LA. So LA was falling into blackouts, right? So the price of electricity, when all this was manufactured, the price of electricity went up. They were saying the manufacturing costs of produce electricity is so high now. If you want lights to be on in your town, you're going to have to start paying more. And all this was manufactured. It was fucking unbelievable. And all this was fucking... All this was a con for for Enron just to make more money. And luckily, thank fuck, somebody found out. There needs to be a fixation on um, gas and electric prices. Are the government doing enough in this country to keep gas and electric prices down at the moment? No way. Definitely not. Is there more they could do? Well, yeah, because the simple fact, the biggest problem you've got is that your gas and electricity companies or whatever the fuck they are, you know, let's say, the, you know, let's say for example, British Gas, they're one of the big ones at the moment with the fucking, their lovely prices. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not even owned by Britain. They're owned by fucking Centrica, which is an offshore fucking company, right, mm-hmm. which operates massively on, you know, you've got your fucking tax fiddles all along the line, you've got the fucking massive profits, and the simple fact is, you can, for me, for me, right, don't get me wrong, a company does have to have its certain amount of growth, you know. Yeah. To, to be there, it's got to have a certain amount of growth, it's got to have a certain amount of attractability to people to buy it, you know, etc. Really? I, 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 not I, really. If a company's turning over 20, let's say companies turn over 20 billion every year, right, before tax. 20 billion every year yeah, before but, tax? Uh, uh, but, I mean, like, I just accept that on some level, companies are going to try and grow, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So I accept that, you know, I accept that little tiny bit of money on top of inflation, mm-hmm. you know. But, you can't put prices up by 9%, which is what British Gas put them up by this year. You can't put it up by 9% and then have your fucking profits go up by 30%, yeah. you know, to fucking so much. You can't do it. It's it's just, it's not right. You know, it's completely immoral. Not when they're registering £800 million um, post-tax profit. So they paid every single bill they've got, every tax bill, which, let's face it, they pay whatever fucking tax they want, don't yeah. they? They've paid everybody's salary and everybody's wage. All of the infrastructure bills have been paid. And at the end of it, they've still got £890 million sat there as profit. Surely next year, when the winter comes, they can't put it up 11%. It's every fucking year, though, isn't it? Wholesale know, yeah. gas prices is going up. We need to put it up 11%. It's getting fucking ridiculous. It's not like the average house price for gas and electric is at 120 pounds. Sorry. Is it gas and electric, or is it just gas? It might be combined 120 pounds a month. Yeah. It's ridiculous, that, isn't it? That's, yeah. It's it's getting to a point now where it's it's costing fucking a tenth of your salary to power your house, and then on top of that, it's costing a fucking another tenth to power your fucking car. It seems that the more money we have as um, an individual fucking sovereign person, the more money they try and take off you. So one of the fellows that we work with, who will, who will remain nameless, right? But we all we know who he is anyway. 
Um, I'll try and guess. TD. Um, the Tommy Davis. Yeah. No, great way. Name him straight away. The uh, but he he's on some level he's full of shit. He's full of shit. Right? You know he's he's all fucking nationalist, fucking racist, the whole fucking shebang. You know he believes the government's fucked up. He ain't racist as long as they're white. You know you know you know fucking he's he's off his trolley right. But some things you just get bob on right. And one of his things is that he literally well, says you're it, not painting a good picture of yourself. He, 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 he says he says it word for word right, and he's. And I completely agree with it. The governments just want you to literally just go to work, come home, and just pay your money to them. Just pay your money to all everything just for tax. That's all they want, you know. If, if you know, and if the government's getting something out of it, they're not going to fucking stop it, are they? On some level, mm. the government just want you to go to work and go home and sit in your house and no, do fuck they, all. They, they basically want you to fucking walk out your front door. Getting you well, maybe not even getting your fucking car. They, they just want you fucking get out, go to fucking work, come back home, and just buy stuff online. You know, just buy stuff. You know. Do you reckon that's where we're getting to? Do you reckon in twenty years' time there's going to be no town centre at all? I think there will be a town centre, but it's not going to be for fucking digital, digital goods. If you know what I mean, you know, you'll have your le- your electric goods, but I think I think it's just going to be. To be honest with you, you can't even put a prediction on it, can you? You know, I bet you any money, fucking 10, 15 years ago, people... Bet, you bet you there was probably not one person who predicted it would be like this now. Well, it's supposed to be buying stuff online is... is the is the money-saving way to do things. That's the way it's, it's, that's the way it's be. been marketed and, and advertised. And for the for spell, probably up until 2008, not even now, if if you look round, you can get some fucking stupidly shit-hot deals. Yeah, All right, nine times out of ten, you're buying it straight from China, aren't you? Yeah. You are. But I mean, if I wanted to, now I could buy a Chinese version of the iPhone for $40. Yeah. All right, it's going to be shit and it's not Apple and all, but if I wanted to, I could buy a fucking pretty good replica for $40. Yeah. Is it possible now to do every fucking single thing of shopping that you need from your house? Uh, well, it depends how much money you're going to spend because obviously it's supposed to be cheaper, isn't it? Mm. Buying it from your house. It's supposed to be cheaper to stream it through iTunes and all that stuff. It's fucking not. No. Fucking hell, I went out yesterday and bought Breaking Bad Season 2 from Tesco for fucking 10 quid. That's 24 fucking quid on iTunes for standard definition. Yeah. Or you can you know, rob it. Yeah, you know, or you can rob it. Yeah, there you go, you know. Fucking, you know, it, it's it's stupid. But for me, iTunes is a bit of a, you know, you, some, of the stuff, some stuff on it is quite cheap. Some of it is, but it's not much. Um, some of the stuff is quite cheap. But... Like, but you get other things. You do get cheap things online. Sometimes you get cheaper things in the store as well. That's the big problem. Sometimes you find stuff cheaper other places. You know, I, I miss, I miss Christmas time. Uh, for me, when I was younger, Christmas was being dragged around the shops by my mother, going to Littlewoods, yeah. then going <laughs> to Index and Argos, and then going to Dixon's and Comet and Woolies and. Uh, going to do your big shop. I mean, it was a, it was a fucking, it was a f- anything between four to six hour day. It was that was Christmas for me. Now it's you go to your superstars like as the Tesco or Morrison's, right? And while you're in there doing your big Christmas shop, you can get anything you want, yeah. any electric you want, any fucking, any TV you want. All right, the TVs are a little bit shitter than what they are in the TV stores. Yeah, definitely. But. I mean, that's how old am I now? I'm 30. Like, let's think. In the last. Since 2005, there's been a massive shift. I mean, the proof is in the pudding now. Look at the high street. Woolworths, dead. Littlewoods, dead. Index, dead. Comet, Comet, 
dead. HMV dying. It, and that's been thrown a lifeline. Um, some type of credit firm has bought up the debt. Yeah, but it, I, I, I think HMV is going to get very much. Yeah, I think it'll end up being an online store, being personally, with at, a couple of mega stores. At the moment, in the United Kingdom, there is one sole musical um, electric. Uh, electric, uh, one sole musical supplier of any music you want uh, in any form. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a fucking cassette section there. Maybe not, but there's vinyl, there's CDs, and there's, there's only one national brand, and that's HMV. If yeah. HMV goes, the United Kingdom no longer has a supplier, has a store where you can go in and buy a CD, which is nationalised. There's independence, yeah. and independents are always going to be there, because there's, there's going to be people of a certain generation, maybe who's born... I don't know, before before 1995, before then, everybody went and queued up to buy a CD, didn't they? If it was a really good fucking but, CD. But one of the main things, though, I went to a HMV for not this Christmas, just gone, the Christmas before, right? And considering they're supposed to have gone under, the fucking queues were fucking insane. There was nothing left on the shelves. Yeah, but it only seems that these companies are banking everything on Christmas, yeah. aren't they? It seems to be only Christmas is the time of year where they're, they're hoping to make a profit. For the other fucking 360 fucking days of the year, they're, fucking, they're all looking at the clocks waiting yeah. for fucking Christmas. And it, even though there is queue... Well, I mean, l- let's look at it. It takes 200 people to make a fucking big queue, doesn't yeah. it? Which is what... Like, 200 people's not even 0.1% of the fucking population, mm-hmm. is it? It's like 0.10th of a 1%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the dying made the fucking the t- the world's dying. Yeah, like, but especially I, I'm quite sorry for HMV because HMV is fucking brilliant. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But now mm-hmm. this is one of the main things, right? If you think about it now, where's the nearest place that you could go to go to a HMV without paying for parking? Just think about that. <sighs> you just blew my fucking traffic centre. Yeah. That's, you know, Manchester, which is 40 miles away from where we're broadcasting yeah. from. We're broadcasting from Cheshire, approximately three miles outside Liverpool. If you go for the borders, 11 miles outside the city centre. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, fuck, you know, the nearest HMV to us is St Helens. You've got to pay for parking in St Helens now. You know, yeah. can I be asked basically to drive up to St Helens, pay the petrol money, pay the two quid for parking? To walk into HMV to get that one CD. Now years ago, have you tried pay- have you tried parking at fucking Liverpool recently? <laughs> no, I don't want to. Fucking nine quid it I cost d- me for a couple of hours d- the other day. I had to park there today actually, but it's like what, one of the main things with it is if you just think about it, you've got like, no, we've got free parking here in this town, and we're quite fucking uh, lucky to have that. You know, we really are. It is an economically sound thing to do having free parking in yeah, your town. Yeah, definitely. I know if you, I, there was a businessman I was talking to at Warrington, oh god it must be 10 years ago, right, and I used to buy all my suits off him for work. Yeah. Really good prices, good quality suits. Uh, 10 years ago, a good suit was costing me 120 quid. And 10 years ago, that was a lot of fucking money. Uh, and he was saying, I was just, just the, the usual general fucking chit-chat you do, you say, like, how's business? And he goes, well, ever since the traffic centre's opened up, uh, it's took a real hit on his business because people are going there for the uh, for to do the shopping. He said, it's attractive because you've got everything under one roof. You can go and get something to eat while you're there and you've got three parking. He actually written a letter to his local government office and said, Warrington Town Centre needs to have free parking to attract people to come into us. And they never, they never fucking... His, his letter fallen on deaf ears and um, the free parking 
thing never got implemented. Now, Warrington is still doing uh, paper parking. His business is now gone. His business, his people were buying suits, moved away from it, moved away from it. He, he did some research into it, and his uh, suit sales fell by 90%. The suit, uh, the suit stores in the traffic centre combined, the... From the first year that they're opened, let's say they had all, let's say they were making a million pound a year, uh, all the fucking hell's too expensive. That let's say they're making a hundred thousand pound a year in suits, right? Uh, the next year their profits went up a hundred and twenty percent. Out of town is going into town, buying suits because you don't need to pay for parking. If witness ever go to pay for parking, I'll be fucking gutted. What's the one reason why they pay for parking? Oh, what, what the what the main reasons why they pay for parking? Uh, because it's supposed to be expensive to have the parking, you know, to have the parking space, mm. you know, they want the parking space, mm. you know, so they, so they whack it into multi-stories and other fucking other things, you know, to basically, because it's supposed to be too expensive, you know, to have yeah, have parking free in the centre type of thing, but at the end of the day, it's just fucking ground, that's all it is, you know, yeah. it's ground with some fucking lines on it. What are you paying for? You're paying for the right to be able to drive your car into a town where you're going to go and spend money. Basically, yeah, but... Even then, I, I, do you want to know something? I wouldn't mind that much if you had to pay for parking and it was like, you know, your fucking car was covered or something. It's yeah. not fucking covered. If your car gets broken into, they're not fucking legible. Yeah. Fucking, you've got a fucking multi-story car park there. You've got to drive into barriers and everything and they can't fucking even look after your bastard car. Yeah, that's really you know, fucking you know, stupid. I, I, I parked at um, Manchester Central the other month when I went to see a band, right? And I got charged fucking 16 quid for a seven-hour stay at fucking Manchester Central, right? And they don't cover your fucking car. 17 fucking quid. Yeah, if you're paying that type of money, you want to have the fucking reassurance that you're paying it for a, for a good that, reason. That's like you? fucking $28 for fucking seven hours. You know, you imagine fucking, you know, somebody fucking charges you fucking 17 quid for something. You fucking want something out of it, don't you? Yeah. But what I think the reason why they charge you for parking is one, one because of greed. Because you know that there's going to be motherfuckers, no matter how much these the parking industries charge, there's going to be motherfuckers who don't give a shit how much they, yeah. how much because they're too fucking lazy to uh, one walk into town. Which let, let's admit it, fucking town is not far. We used to do it when yeah. we were younger. Didn't we? we used to take twenty, twenty-five minutes to walk into town. Yeah, about that. Uh, but now people are fucking lazy. So if witness tomorrow, we'll be broadcasting from now. This town tomorrow could implement a charge, couldn't they? Yeah, easy. And they'll still get. 99% of the people now are driving into town yeah. and they're going to generate a lot of fucking revenue from that. So I'm surprised. In the short term. In the short term. Is there anywhere where you've got a paper parking in this town? No. Not to my knowledge. That's brilliant, that, isn't it? Uh, I've never seen anywhere. I think they were talking about it, you know, oh God, oh, 10 years ago again and the, the local government got involved and said no because it would deter people coming from this town when Warrington's on the other road. Yeah. You're going to pay fucking £1.50 an hour to park in Witness. Yeah, you're just going to go to Warrington. You're going to go Liverpool. Or or Liverpool, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's, more, it's more attractive, isn't it? Yeah, but at the moment it's one of the best things we've got going for us. But back to the original point of you know the HMV thing. Me, every now and again, I, if, if I want to buy something, right, I don't, might not want to stream it, I want, might just want to fucking buy it. And it's always DVDs and music and films, you know, stuff and games, you know, mm. stuff like that. Mm. And you sit there, maybe not so much games, I can easily buy them online, but you, you, I might fucking sit in or I might think to myself, you know, let's say it's the middle of the day, I might think to myself, I want to go and buy this TV series and they don't have it in Tesco or Asda. Now, I can buy it online, yeah. but I can just as easily go to fucking HMV to get it. Now, I used to literally go to St. Ellen's and I'd pull up and park there on the, uh, the old Tesco, it mm. was. Park up there, 
walk fucking 60 seconds into HMV, bam, buy it, yeah. back into my car, back home. You know, within fucking 30 minutes, I've bought what I wanted and I've got home. Fucking no, there's no way I could do it. I'd have to pay to park, you know. And the amount that I'm paying extra, I'd rather buy it online, but buying it online fucking, you know, deters you slightly because you've got to wait for it to get delivered. Now, I drove... You don't even have to do that anymore. The technology's is out there to download it, isn't it? I know, yeah. If you, that, if you want the song, the you download it now, don't you? Yeah. I mean, think of the saving. This is what pisses me off, right? In Tesco or H&V, for example, a CD will cost ten ninety nine. Right? Yeah. You're paying for uh, the delivery to the store, aren't you? You're paying for the power of the store. You're paying for the packaging. You're paying for the employment of the staff. You're paying for insurance, aren't you? You're paying for the rent at the store. What's yeah. the all that? All that is incorporated in the ten ninety nine. Why is it if you go to play dot com or go or fucking iTunes dot com? Why is it ten ninety nine online yeah, exactly. when they you know, when they've not got the same amount of fucking charges? It's, it's fucking scandalous. Do you think me fucking stupid? Well, one of the main things, one of the big problems is just a quick shout out to at the Beckys. You say you're not gonna lie, the accents kill me sometimes, and I just have no idea what the fuck was just said. Ha ha, still entertaining. <laughs> the and we're not high. This is the first episode where I'm not high. Um. Like one of the main things, um, I can't even remember what I was saying. Now. What was I saying? Words. Words. No, um, downloading shit. Ten ninety nine. One of the main things is that what's going to happen is if HMV goes right, more 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 than likely, apart from your couple of CDs and DVDs that you're going to get in Tesco, which isn't many. You know, there's not many on stock in terms of in the store itself. If you know what I mean. Do you not think so? There's only four or five sections. You know. Right. I, okay. You know, if I want to get series four of whatever series, you know, I'm doubtful it's going to be in. You know, right, you know right, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. You know, and so I'm going to fucking go to iTunes, if you know what I mean? Mm. Now, iTunes charges over the odds on quite a lot. Yeah, fucking and bastards, aren't they? And th- they're going to get away with that because th- all that's going to happen is if all of a sudden you've got no high street, uh, well, no no official high street for music CDs or DVDs or anything, mm. they can fucking just put the prices up. You know, if, if Amazon and all them could just go, right, here we go, wham. What are you Which do? they will. You Which know. will. What you find is, uh, do you think... Do you think it's a generational thing, being bred into buy stuff online? I mean, I'm always want to go out. It's such a hard subject to talk about without getting pissed off, right? Some every now and again, I like to go into town to do a bit of shopping. I know I'm a bloke, right? But every now and again, it's nice. If I'm not, if I don't, don't want to sit in the bar, or I don't want to go around with mates. It's nice to go into town and pick up a couple of DVDs, a couple of Blu-rays, go to next, get a nice pair of threads and all that. It's nice to do that. That's the generation that I grew up in. Do you reckon they'll ever get to a point where the generation goes, well, I can get it, do it online, I can do it no. online, I can do it I th- online. Do you reckon th- there's always going to be a human need to go out and... I think everybody always wants to just literally go, right, I want to buy that. Thank you. Here Lab- you go. Lab- I want it. You, know, you want it there. You know, uh, like, talking about this the, this monitor that I've got on here, the monitor that you, you're in love with that yeah. I've got. I drove... It's a sexy monitor. I drove 36 fucking miles to pick that up. And 36 miles back. Just to get it on that fucking day. Right. Our American viewers that are watching, right? Sometimes, some people travel 200 miles every morning to get to fucking work, right? That doesn't probably sound like a long way. In this country, 36 miles is a fucking mission away. Yeah. Th- 36 miles is fucking ridiculous over here. Especially when you're paying for fucking petrol. Fucking hell. There's always going to be that human need, isn't there? Well, human desire to... I want it now. I want it. Yeah, it so community um, consumerism. It's yeah. a motherfucker, isn't it? I want it now. I want it in my hands. I don't want to order it now and uh, fucking uh, have to wait until tomorrow and pay the extra seventeen like, quid for how, it. How many times have you literally gone to every shop in the town or nearby towns as well to find one item? Yeah, and not found it and been 
gutted. Yeah. Because you want it. You want it that day. You want yeah. it right, you know, And you'll travel Usually for hours to find it. Usually a game. There was this one. <laughs> this is the nerd factor coming out now. In 2001, um, I think it was... Uh, it wasn't now. I think it was Atari who released a Star Trek game, right? And I booked the day off work to go and get it. And I went to Warrington because I thought, I'm not going to pick it up in witness, right? And I went to Warrington and I went into seven different game shops, independent ones. I went to the markets as well who charged 13% more. Couldn't fucking get it. I was gutted. Now, uh, 2003, it was actually 13 years ago. It was 2000. Um, I could have went online and bought it and got it delivered the next fucking day. If I want, if I pulled the plan ahead, I could have pre-ordered it months in advance. But I wanted that feeling of knowing that I've paid for it and got it in my hands there and then instead of paying for something and waiting for it to be delivered a couple of days later or a couple of months later if I would have pre-ordered it. Um, do you think this going to ever get to a point where there's going to be a service where you order it and an hour later it turns up? Or is it just too many fucking people to, for that to ever work? It, it, if anybody ever implemented it, it'd be fucking brilliant. Now, one of the main things with deliveries that I like right, is to be able to choose time slots. Now, a lot of delivery services don't offer that, mm. but Scan does. I used to use Tesco Scan. Though. I used to use Scan heavily, you know, for um, you know for all my computer parts. Just tell the viewers what Scan is. Uh, it's basically it, it's basically a website where you order all your computer part. You know, your computer parts, your laptops, TVs fucking you know more or less anything electrical you know very similar to like pc worlds and stuff like that yeah uh, um, macro yeah you know it's it's similar stuff you've got you've got everything there plus literally far more stuff than the other places right. but if i was to like well not right now it's a bit too late now but like, if i was to order something a couple of hours ago i could have had it delivered by half six this morning you know up until what time can you drop that facility now the main thing is that you're willing to pay, if you know what I mean. I think it's midnight, but if you're willing to pay for that service, yeah. you know, and I think a lot of people were, a lot of people are, you know, like, you order some stuff from, like, Argos or certain places now, you know, just little shitty things. I don't mean, you're like, I know Tesco does the, the things on shopping and stuff like that, yeah. but let's say, like, a DVD or a CD, you'll fucking get, like, a thing of, like, between 8 and 7 o'clock that fucking day, that's when yeah. it's going to turn up. And it's like, you know, I don't fucking, I'm not going to fucking wait in all best day for that. Fuck that. Nah. You know, I I remember ordering, ordering something from eBay years ago. Oh, eBay. And, and the, um, and I ordered it and it was like, I, the time slot I got for it was half six to eight o'clock. Right. right. And, um, the main thing with it was that literally between that an hour and an hour and a half it was going to turn up. So I got up in the morning before fucking work and, um, I basically just decided I'm going to fucking get it, you know, right. and it turned up about fucking, must have been maybe 20, 20 to 7, something like that, you know, it was fucking brilliant, to 6.40, you know, that. it was fucking brilliant, I don't know, fucking computer's gone, but do lolly, um, but the, it's overheated, um, your the, computer's overheated, I've turned my fucking fans off, didn't I, for the fucking microphones, um, fuck it, one second, we're having um, a little bit of technical uh, issues here at the moment. Don't worry, though. It's not my computer now. Thank fuck. It's actually Declan's no, mega it's, computer. it's the fucking three and a half thousand fucking pound computer that decides to overheat it because I turned the fans off. How much was that, Declan? Three and a half thousand fucking quid. That's how much the bastard thing cost me. I've never actually been around a computer that's overheated before. No, uh, fucking stupid thing. Either that or it's fucked. I don't know. What it could go do? either way. Did you restart it? Yeah, it turned it off. It's fucked, isn't it? Turn my fans back on now. Um, But... The, but I remember that. 
I was willing to pay 22 quid for that service. Oh, you know, for the fucking item to that's come. That's ridiculous. Now, if I'm, willing ridiculous. To, if I'm willing to pay that, it's not just me. People out there will do it, you know. And I think the delivery times, I think if they're going to have everything online, they need to really break out the game. You know, they really need to up the game with it, you know, to fucking create really much better yeah. delivery services. Um, I think... Well, I don't. I don't think. I know that the dynamics of the uh, town is is changing. Everything is uh, going all under one roof, or people are uh, buying it all online. I think the future for the town centre is going to change to um, a super mega store. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be to the it's gonna get to the point now. A bit like maybe Walmart. Well, people say that in this country you can go to Tesco and you can buy everything. You can't really buy everything, can you? But no. I think what you'll find is, um, under one roof, you're gonna get, you're gonna be able to buy your groceries, and you're gonna be able to buy your electronics and all that. But yeah. I think eventually, maybe dentists are gonna move in there. Opticians are already in there at the moment. Cobblers are gonna probably move in there. Sewing services are gonna be, do you know, like yeah. repair services are gonna be in there. Um, camera places are already in there now. Um, um, you're, gonna, you're probably going to find, like, un, under the Tesco roof, you're going to find your Burtons on your necks. And I think that's going to be the dynamics of the next 20 years. One of the biggest fucking things that's going to happen to the economy is these... What's going to really change the dynamics of the high street and people where people are buying shit from, in my opinion, are these fucking robot cars that are out there at the moment. Yep. Do you know where they're, they're, they're trying... They're trialling vehicles that are... Uh, in this country, I know they've been Google been doing it for a while. They're trialing vehicles that can drive themselves autonomously. Yeah. You know, that's a massive fucking problem for drivers. Oh yeah, definitely. people who are in people who are employed to drive vehicles. Um, I wonder how many. I'm not quite sure the figures who how many people are employed to drive vehicles in in this country at the minute. But as a company owner, if the technology comes along for a computer to drive your vehicle from one destination to another, um, and it's only it's going to cost you I don't know ten thousand pounds per vehicle to yep. uh, to implement. You're going to do it. Uh, if you owned your own company, are you going to do that? If that's your it, choice, twenty five thousand pound a year for the driver, yeah. ten thousand pound for life. It, it for depends, uh, depends entirely on your company, obviously, doesn't it? But I think ultimately, eventually, it's going to win out, isn't it? Yeah. You know, eventually, it's going to get. But now, one of the main things you think about, right, think about um, office stuff, you know, you, you, like your council tax, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, all your paperwork being pushed around, all that's gone out the spots, poster have gone out the window, you know, which is doing in the next couple of years. Clarify. With budget cuts, you know, you know, in terms of people actually being office workers. Right. Everything yep. being computerised, right? Okay, yeah. So everything's been computerised because mm-hmm. it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. Have any prices gone down? No. Have all the prices gone up, you know? Yes. So I think... You need to see benefits from stuff like that. You know, you know, if you were to say, for example, if if a fucking company tomorrow, let's say, you know, any transport firm was to say, right, we're going to fucking sack a thousand drivers off. Right, let's use an example. Example, right, a massive haulier in this country is called Eddie Stolbarts, right? They, let's say they've have a thousand, a thousand vehicles on the road, yeah. employing two thousand drivers, right? Not day and night staff. I'm not just ballpark figures, for example, right? They replace all their drivers with computers. Yeah. Is the price of their transport going to uh, decrease? No, because they're just going to make more profit, and that's what I mean. I think if a company wants to do that, I think they have a right. No, not not they have a right. They should be forced, because I think customers have a right to have that fucking discount budgeted to them. 
if you know yeah, what I mean. I do. You know, I do. Complete. It, it takes government legislation to do that, though, doesn't it? You know, if, and you quangos know, and all that fucking bullshit. Yeah, you know, if if they're gonna, if they're gonna literally um, make themselves like, well, fucking hell, what will that be? That'll be a uh, hundred, uh, 1.5 million, 50. That'll be like fucking 50, 30 million pound they'll save on wages, <sighs> and knowing that ballpark figure. You know, that's that's how many 30 million pound. Less people are gonna start buying. Products because there's gonna be mass unemployment. Yeah, exactly. That, that that's one of the main things behind it. You know, it's like it's a big fucking complicated fucking load of shit. But the technology is gonna be there in the next seven or eight years. Well, the technology is there now. There's the Google car has actually been driving around America, but uh, in October last year, it clocked up two hundred and fifty thousand miles right on the road autonomously. Like, yeah. how many accidents did it have? Probably none. I none. Suspect. Absolutely no accidents at all. Right. So the there's actually now um, blind people in America who have not been given these cars, but w- whatever disability package they're on or social security package they're on, the the car has been provided for and rights for them to go in and out of fucking town by using these fucking uh, uh, these 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 are automated vehicles. You're taking uh, work away then from the carers who are even driving or the taxi services that are either there, right? What is going to be the maintenance costs of running these fucking vehicles? Because you're going to need computer technicians, aren't they? No computer in the world is fucking fail-safe, is it? No. None, none. I'm sure even the NSA and all these fucking... And Google and fucking... They they all have computer fucking problems at the moment, don't they? they'll, They'll over time get more efficient. Uh, not being not not fucking up, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But they're never going to be, you know, hundred percent, if you know what I mean. But then again, did ev- all that people argue back with that though is that neither are people, <laughs> if you know what I mean. You know, and that's another issue. Um, the government needs to put into legislation. Um, they even they need to make it more than an act. It needs to be actual law that. You can't repair, you can't replace a person with a robot. I mean, they've been doing it in the car industry for years. The car industry employed hundreds of thousands in America. In this country, all over Europe, it employed millions combined all over the world. And slowly but surely, robots have been replacing human beings to to make cars. Right? Will the car industry ever get to a point where it's completely autonomous? I don't think it will in any recent time, no. Um, 100 I years? I think it would have to be a gradual thing. You know, obviously, like, my dad works for Jaguar. Like, what what does he do? Uh, he's on the line, same thing, you know, but it, it depends what he's doing, but the part that he's on, it's like 20 different jobs that they rotate between each other. Right, what did he do? What uh, did he do? Right, what 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 stage does the car get to get to your father? Let's say it's just a... He's at a certain point. Uh, I, th- I think the stage that he's at is that it's literally... It's the chassis. Uh, and between the twenty of them, they get in and the some when you know one person staples the wires down to the side. You right. know, one person puts like a uh, the radio, you know, a certain radio in or the radio wiring in. You know, I think the party's on is like all wiring stuff. Right, you know what I mean? uh, so electrical. In, yeah, you know, all stuff like that. You know, making sure all the wires are in the right place and all plaza. Um, but can you ever see a robot being able to do that in recent? You know, soon. You know, I, I just can't. Because oh, I can definitely. I can see in the next twenty years, there's going to be an Android out there. Um, no, no, well, I'm not quite sure what an Android is. An Android, uh, half human, half. No, an Android is uh, a humanoid, yeah. a humanoid robot, isn't it? 
Yeah. I reckon in the next 20 years, that's no problem. Look at the Honda robot. The Honda robot's been around for about 25 years, and that was that's 25-year-old technology. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, if these robots out there... Well, okay, your example was building cars, right? Yeah. The, the technology is out there now to replace surgeons. Yeah. A robot can now... Um, a robot can now uh, do a uh, do a procedure on a human being. Yeah. I believe uh, certain uh, military outfits around the world are using the technology now in the field to do to perform surgeries, and they do like, that's going to replace fucking doctors. Yeah. It really will over time. All right, um, I, I probably get to the point. <laughs> Probably in our lifetime now, where if we've got an ailment, we're going to go into a scanner and the body's going to scan us right. It's going to stick a little needle, you're going to get into this cubicle, it's going to stick a fucking little needle in you, it's going to take a bit of blood and it's going to scan your blood and within a minute it's going to tell you what's up with you, whether it's a common cold, what what the treatment needs to be. And in that chamber, it's going to do it for you. That's mass unemployment. The only thing that you can uh, guarantee is death and mass unemployment for yeah. the future. Not unless the government legislate fucking not having robots replacing yep. humans I, th- I think it would have to be a obviously I don't think it will come anytime soon but it would have to be something looked at um, could I know that I could be replaced by a robot now right could you be replaced by a robot let's say they replace at the moment t- telemetry let's say they put telemetry set, they have the technology out. let's say they have the technology to replace at the point in time they have the technology to replace everything Every mechanical part of a sensor that's connected to a terminal, yeah. and if there's uh, a problem in it, uh, on it, it just flags up an engineer working somewhere to yeah. go out with it. Um, do you reckon the, the technology is out there for it to do that, to replace the, it at the moment? There's simil- similar technologies, but they've got to be very specific plants, chemical plants, stuff like that. Chemical plants already operate using it quite heavily. How would the company approach... approach a human being and say, we're making you redundant, we're now replacing you with a robot? That can't be legal, can it? Because if you're replaced, if, to, to make somebody redundant, right? That is saying that your role is obsolete, right? Your yep. role can't be obsolete because um, the the role is being taken over by sensors. One, so you've just been replaced by a non by a non entity being. Aren't you? One one of the main things that I reckon will happen. You know, let, I'll use the chemical industry as a uh, an exa- as, as an example of it. One of the main things that I think will happen behind it is. A lot of the chemical industries left this country the last 10, 15 years mm-hmm. and gone to India. Mm-hmm. Cheaper labour. Mm. Now, a lot of them are looking at coming back now because of the cost for them to get the objects or the chemicals from India to here now. It's costing them nearly the exact same amount. You know, they've lost a lot of the profits now right. through the cheap labour. Right. Why, why is this? Well, because you've had your increase, you know, your increase in diesel prices, you know, for your shipping it, yeah, you know, yeah, the whole yeah. fucking shebang. Not only that, India and China now have minimum fucking wages and they're rising fast, you know, really fucking fast. And I think them companies now, if they were to come back here now, the plants that they build over here when they're building them brand new, they're not going to fucking be taking on loads of staff again. You know, they're going to fucking look in every way possible um, to not have that, that staff, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think they'll build the plants much more technologically advanced, you know, far more, far, far more technologically. What advanced. in this country? Yeah, when if, if when they come back, which they will. The massive problem is pollution, though. Isn't well, it? Yeah. All we've done with it is exported our pollution. Yeah, definitely. Which is what well, uh, we've not exported our pollution. Our, our pollution's left us. <laughs> more specifically. Yeah, yeah. Our, our pollution. We're paying. I mean, look at Beijing. Beijing's fucked, isn't it? 
fucking smoggy as fuck all the bastard time. And that is purely for global demand, isn't it? They sacrificed yeah. their environment. I mean, a hundred years ago, London was known as the big smoke, wasn't it? Yep, same thing. And it's took a hundred years to get to a point now where they don't have smog days there. If that industry came back, I don't think the technology is out there at the moment to do carbon capture. They're on about pumping it underground, aren't they? I, th- I think, to be honest with you, I think they'd fucking stick it in... You know, places in the middle of fucking nowhere. What capture it? Carbon capture it? No, as in, as in, put the plants where it couldn't cause smog in the near in cities. Um, but it will cause smog in the surrounding area. Well, yeah, but I think a lot of the new the new technologies coming out now, though it's you know unlikely. You know, a lot of the new technologies now. You know, how often do you see big fucking plumes of smoke coming out of fucking chimneys now? You see lots of white smoke, but you don't see any fucking. We do at a place in Witness that yeah, yeah. mentioning no names. Mentioning no names yeah. when they stand up the boiler. Um, the yeah, well that's because fucking that's more an operator problem than fucking uh, boiler. It's, it's like a it's, it's like a one minute plume of death, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and then it goes clear. That's, that's that's more like a thick holes running it than rather. So is it only when it shuts down that it it releases? That? No, it only when fucking someone. Basically, that is when people are messing around with it. That's when people are tweaking it, you know. If you had an automated thing where it it's... It's a very like, industrial you know. town, isn't it, this place? Yeah. Um, but, like, but, like, with the plant that I operate, you know, there's no way you could replace that with a robot. It's just impossible. You know, the, the plant I'm on now is modern as that type of plant gets. Do you think so? It is at the moment, yeah, definitely. Um, but, even then, you know, literally, you fucking... Your plants don't... You know, your computer programs and all that stuff is only as good as fucking the human who's put the stuff into it. Yeah. Because I'm sat there sometimes and an alarm doesn't go off and it's only me fucking realising, going, fucking hell, shit, fucking running off dead fucking quickly that it fucking, that it doesn't, nothing bad happens. You know, look at last week, fucking getting evacuated off site because somebody decided to fucking blow the gas bar, the gas bottle up, fucking hell. Allegedly. Yeah, four, four and a half fucking hours off site. Came back, my plant was fucked. I never asked you about that. What What did you go back to? I went back and my uh, nameless manager had fucking done an emergency shutdown of the plant and fucking blew my centrifuge up and fucking blew up completely. Centrifuge? You yeah. ever, do you have a centrifuge? Yeah, well, it's called, called the separator. Um, but uh, he'd fucking, ba- he basically put, the, he'd put it on something called wash where pressured water gets fired into it to wash it out. Right. But he didn't open the thing at the other end for it to come out. So it just basically filled up with fucking red hot water and just literally blew up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I came back up and the fucking plant smelled like burning electricity. It was fucking boss. So did you, did you have a long shutdown? No, well, we don't need it to run. It's just preferable. Right. They fixed it, I think, on, mon- on the Monday. But that'll have been a big job. But that'll have been an expensive one. Mm. Um, but, like, for, for the moment, you know, there's no way you could have you could have a completely automated thing for that plant. You know, I think, arguably, if you ever wanted to automate something, you'd need something... You, know, you really need something really rock solid computer entity on some level, you know, maybe even, you know, as you said, an Android, something like that, because you couldn't fucking do it. You just couldn't. Mm. Um, because it's almost impossible on some plants. Some some plants you can quite easily. I do wonder how far away we are from that, you know. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't make sense to have uh, fucking uh, have robots taking over people's jobs because. I know we keep on banging on about it. It's going to equate to mass unemployment. And if there's robots doing the humans' work, people are not going to be able to buy shit. 
yeah. and that's the top and the bottom of it at the end of the day isn't it the, the humans are not going to be able to buy anything so I mean I know we'll keep on going on about it McDonald's since the 70s have had the technology to replace all the staff and have it you go in you press a button and your meal comes to you but they know the value of having employees yep. You want that interaction as well. I get pissed off when I fucking go to somewhere and... I hate going to fucking Mackey's drive-thru and having to talk to that fucking stupid bastard machine. Yeah, but at least you know you're talking to a human being. Yeah, but even then I still don't like that. I'd rather talk to the window. Do you ever use Siri much? Siri? I don't have an Apple, do I, so... Do you know, um... Siri 12 months ago was terrible, but now it's picking up the uh, different variations of the languages, particularly in the UK. I can now ask it any question. Any question I want it to, it will give me either um, the solid answer or it will give me a generic answer. <laughs> At times it will tell me like to stop. In so many worlds, stop being silly. I can have an interaction with my phone. I, t- mm. I was driving the other day and I got a text message right. Uh, because my car's got Bluetooth in, right? I just said, read message and... Siri read the message back to me as I was driving and it said to me would you like to reply to this message so I said yes so it said okay then I will reply to Mrs Burroughs so I spoke my message right and the message come up fucking really fucking clear and it it read the message back to me it said would you like to send this message and I said yeah while I was driving didn't have to press a fucking button do you have any idea how much fucking money that's saving the insurance companies (laughs) Well, yeah, I bet you're money there. I'm going to knock the fucking prices down, though, are they? No. Another one with fucking high prices. <laughs> fucking, and that'll be fucking all tsunamis and earthquakes and all sorts all over the fucking world that's pushing your price up. We're being priced off the roads, aren't we? Yeah. I think, Definitely. I think, but is driving a luxury? A luxury or is driving a necessity? You'd think driving was a luxury, but I think it's a necessity now. I, I think years ago it was a luxury, but I think now it's a necessity, definitely. You know... We yeah. could walk to work if we wanted to. Oh, we see. could, definitely, because we, are, we live quite local. Well, you live much more local than I do. Yeah, it, it takes me, at my fucking war dawdling pace, walking, just, like, fucking taking me time. It takes me 20 minutes to walk to work. Well, it takes me immediately at me road run a pace of about 45 minutes to walk to work from here. Oh, people don't, people 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, didn't think twice about walking 40 minutes to work. And one petrol's at one pound fucking thirty nine a litre at the minute. Well, one pound. I'm paying one pound thirty eight mm-hmm. a litre at the minute on that super fucking duper fuel. It's costing me one hundred and fifty pound a month to put uh, fuel in my in my vehicle at the moment. For me, for Gail, the car is a necessity because she has to get to Liverpool every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? For her, well, not every day, for when she's on shift for her work. For me, it's a uh, it is a bit of a luxury. Yeah. It really does feel like we're being priced off the roads at the moment. It's... I don't think... I've been on the road on the motorway right at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning and the roads have been dead. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's 9 o'clock in the morning when you're going through Manchester and the Emirates, the two, the roads are absolutely fucking killing chock-a-blocker. But they, they, they need to expand the motorways to accommodate the amount of vehicles on the road. At the moment, I think there's too many vehicles on the road. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think the government have the I don't know have the have the right to say uh, you're only allowed one vehicle per household, which they were on about doing, you know. Yeah. So they're going to keep on taxing people, aren't they, and putting petrol up and putting road tax up to get people off the roads, which is sad. Well, I think one of the main things behind it as well is I think secretly on some level I think they want to 
reduce the level of dependency on oil really bad. I think they really want to reduce the dependency on it. But I think if they want to reduce the dependency on oil, they need to make it fucking cheaper, you know, to, to not be on oil. Right. When When is it going to get to the point, or what's your theory, uh, or what's your best guess when they get to the point where there's not going to be enough oil to uh, supply the nation's demand? I reckon that it's actually going to go a different way now. I think that we will end up using national oil oil from your own country. That's what I reckon, personally. Where's the fields? Well, we've got shale, shale oil now. What's you know, that? The the thingy. They've, I actually read it the other day. They've they've upped the amount of shale oil and gas that they reckon's in this. What's country. what shale oil and gas? Well, shale oil is uh, you know more or less. If you refine it, it'll be more or less the exact same as normal oil. Um, and they reckon that they can shave off fifty dollars a barrel of oil using shale oil from this country. Fifty dollars a barrel. Yeah, which is nearly what forty percent. I still don't. I still don't understand what shale oil is. It's it. it you can you can get basically get more or less the exact same oil as we've got now and petrol and stuff like that out of it. We just need to get it up from wherever it is, you know, right. which involves earthquake type shit. But oh, fracking. Yeah, but the the they, they actually put it up officially that they reckon now that there is enough um, shale gas, just gas, to power this country for the next fifteen hundred years <gasps> in this country. That's what they reckon. So could they liquefy that gas then? Well, and put it that's into just an LPG the gas. Type? That's just the gas, and the, the oil's down there with it. You know. Well, we've only, um, I say we, the human race has only explored one percent of the Earth's surface. I know. Who's to say that there isn't fucking more oil at two percent or three percent yeah. or fifty percent? Who's to say that there's not oil fields that far down? Which you think, yeah, that, that's probably what the shale gas is. They're going deeper, aren't they, yeah. to extract more oil? They're, they're, they're finding different ways, but I think if, if um, will the price of petrol come down? Well, no, probably not. But if if they were to push the shale oil thing now, tomorrow, and they did it, they need to filter that fucking, that down to the fucking pumps. They really do. You know, they need to show that right down to the fucking pumps. But then, not only on that front, um, uh, one of the bigger questions is, what happens when we don't need oil from other fucking countries? What happens to the fucking Middle East then? What happens to fucking... All these oil-dependent countries that fucking rely on their oil, you know. Yeah. Fucking, you got big problems then. When uh, when the recession kicked in in 2008, there was um, a lot of uh, a lot of reports coming out. The it's OPEC, isn't it? Which the OPEC is the uh, oil-producing nations, isn't it? I can't remember what OPEC stands I'm, for. I yeah, like, I can't remember. Yeah, I'm sure it's called OPEC, right? They're saying for them to make a profit and to, for their governments to be sustainable, they need to have petrol at a hundred dollars per barrel. Yeah. That's what they needed. Anything below a hundred dollars, and it wasn't profitable for them. Well, it wasn't massively profitable. For, it was they're making profits, but they weren't they weren't making enough to sustain their economy on the lo- on the back of a. a Fuel exports, which a lot of these Middle Eastern countries are doing, aren't they? Yeah. Their, their, their economies are propped up by by uh, fuel exports. If if we started, and hopefully we will, started uh, nationalising our own uh, oil fields and doing the shale gas, fucking hell, man. 
I really don't know what would happen to the Middle East. Dubai at the moment uh, are running out of oil. I think they've said in the next nine years, Dubai on the land, Dubai is gonna it's gonna be dry. Not unless they can start going down deeper. I know there's a lot of uh, off shorts around Saudi Arabia or Dubai around there now. They're actually drilling offshore to see if there's any oil out there as well to, to prop up the economy. But they've done the right thing, haven't they, Dubai? Yeah. They've gone towards more tourism. Yeah, they, it's they, an absolute stunning they, land. They, they've gone to the point of building up their land where it is mm. to be able to be a fully functioning country. They learned that though. Up. They learned that though. Fucking twenty years ago, didn't they? No, well, they learned it the hard way. It's just that they're the only ones who actually fucking clicked. They're the only ones who realised, you know, let's fucking do this. We might fucking still be here, you know, because mm. eventually it doesn't matter what happens. Eventually, the, other, the the actual middle Middle East countries, you know, the proper off the trolley countries. Mm. No offense intended to anybody <laughs> from these countries. Iran, the, the, the off the trolley countries. What the fuck happens when it's gone? Just what happens to them? You know, what, what are they going to do? Fucking crusade? You know, yeah. it's war, isn't it? You know, That's going to be the third world war. The third world war has always been rumored to be is going to be because, over energy. Because the simple fact was that the last time we had two world wars. Our countries didn't rely on any other countries. Mm. What happens when we go on shale oil and gas and we don't rely on any other countries? You know, That's it, because we're not getting any oil at all out of Iran, are we? Because there's no. that many embargoes now. No. They've stopped shipping it to us. All right, the market's already there. China's now buying all of Iranian oil. Like a lot of Russia. Things, yeah, like a lot of things now, like, you know, you if you want... How to explain it, you know... Your country depends on other countries okay. for whatever supply. Yeah. And that does uh, re- repel the idea of war on certain levels, yeah. if you know what I mean. Now, I know we've gone to war with a couple of little, little fighting countries, but those countries are fucking just drops in the fucking ocean compared to some of the other big ones. Mm. Um, you know, you fucking Syria, Libya, Egypt, you know, Iran, you know, all them, they were fucking, you know, they're a big different kettle of fish. Afghanistan and Iraq's fucking nothing compared to them. Well, you know, Iran's got the f- Iraq's got the third largest oil field in the world. I'm not on about that. I'm on about military power. All oh, right, sorry, um, sorry, sorry. The you know, but all the other countries, you know, we we heavily rely on them. Yeah. If you know what I mean, and that stops us from going to war for whatever reasons, or any other countries for that matter, going to war with them. War's good for the economy. Exactly. War's good. You know, you go like you go right, wham bam. We're going to use shale oil, shale oil, shale gas. We'll use our Falklands fucking gas and sh- oil and all that. Plan. You know, we'll go out, wham bam. You know, what there's the a lot of fucking oil underneath Falklands. You know, you know, yeah, you know. a lot of the Falklands have got a nuclear submarine patrol in the water. Yeah. There. You know, That's how valuable the Falklands you know, is to all, us. You know, all of a sudden, then the fucking game's changed a little bit. Then you know, what's to stop one them going to war with other countries? Yeah. You know, because any money, a lot of the countries that are over there now don't go to war with others, purposely because of the fact that they might lose their customers right. on some level. Mm. You know, Iran doesn't give a fuck. Iran's off its off its head, but a lot of the others will actually care on some level. Right. Um, you know, I know that they have all their little spats, but I mean, you know, real, real fucking serious shit that they might do mm. that would stop us or other countries buying oil from them. Mm. Um, have we hurt Iran by not buying their oil? Well, yeah, definitely. The, you know, but the, the Chinese are buying it, and Russia. Yeah, the the Chinese are and Russia are buying it, but they're not. The big the big thing with it is that even what China and Russia are trying to buy out of them, 
because China and Russia's countries are on some level linked with our own countries, economically and stuff like that, it's starting to bite on every level. And a lot of them are really struggling to get it, you know, to finance Iran for that oil, if you know what I mean. That's why they found that big gold trade the other the other um, month. When the, um, did, you, did you hear about that? Cool. You know, somebody who was supposed to be travelling between Iran type of thing. Where was it? Uh, I think it was Saudi Arabia. I'm sure it was Saudi Arabia. Um, but somebody was involved from Saudi Arabia in shipping gold to Iran. Because obviously it's the only fucking thing that you could pay for that oil with without getting sanctioned for it. Right. If you're going to use any currency, you're going to f- get sanctioned by something on some level. You fucking get £50 million worth of gold into that country and go wham, bam. They'll give you the £50 million worth of oil because that's what it's worth, if you know what I mean. How far are we off an Iranian invasion? <laughs> Fuck knows. It's fucking, it's Do you have yeah. any interest I'm, in that? I'm, I'm surprised that fucking nothing's kicked off already, you know, with any of these countries, you know. If we invade Iran, I'm sure Russia and China have said they would back Iran. I'm sure they've said that. Because they, they Russia, I'm sure Russia and Iran are, are allies, you know. Yeah, well, it's a bit of a. a we've dodge. got a good fucking. Uh, we've got a good relationship with Russia. Yeah, you know, it's it's a bit of a, a quite a dodgy a one. Strain now, uh, like. it, it, it's a bit of a dodgy one in recent years. You know, in terms of who's allied and who's not allied. You know, it, it's kind of difficult to get. At the end of the day, it's every man for himself, yeah. isn't it? it, it it's kind of difficult to put. A, you know, years ago there used to be, you know, we are England, we are allied to France. You know. It's not as simple as that anymore, you know. A lot of countries are allied to other countries through little fucking unions and all sorts of fucking stupid ass things. You know, it's, there's no official real, you know, green tick. We are allied, you know. You Apart know, from I, with the US. You know, we I, are the US's bitch, aren't we? Yeah, you know, we're a little fucking US lapdog, you know. And But with Iran, now the main thing with Iran and Syria is that it's the same thing again. Russia will rely on them. China will rely on them, you know, for that oil. Mm. If you know what I mean? Now, the thing with Russia and China is that they don't have anywhere near the type of supplies that we do um, in terms of shale gas oil, all that palaver, you know. See, that's terrifying. It's good that we have that, but we're just... We will be... Fo- if anybody... Let's say if Iran invaded us... Well, not Iran. Let's say China wanted to uh, wanted to control our oil feeds on, and let's say they in, uh, sent out an armada to attack us it's a long fucking way yeah. and we would wait for them to come to us we wouldn't yeah. go out and fight him would we at no. the shore you'd be an idiot to yeah. do that they could fucking damage us they've got a massive military power they've got a massive fucking navy let's say if yeah. Ra- let's say if uh, China and Russia decides to uh, realise they've got 1,500 years worth of shale gas oil there to supply the United Kingdom now we want part of that so we are going to declare war on them which is what uh, countries have done to the likes of Afghanistan and Iraq we're not stupid we know that's the real reason why they did it for oil we'd be fu- we'll be fucked yeah, do you well, reckon? Do you reckon our lion has has had its teeth pulled? No, I I think no. I know we've got our all military cuts and our army's only like seventy nine thousand men. Fucking whatever the fuck it is, which is based on the percentage of the population, isn't it? Yeah, in terms of you know, how big our armed forces is, yeah, you know, depending on the size it, of the population. It, it is it is fairly small, but Russia going to war with us, that will be a problem. China not so much, you know. I think. In terms of navy power, you know, we'd fucking smash them to fucking bits. Because currently they've got fuck all. You know, they've got all their destroyers and all that palaver. But even though they, their navy might is quite large mm. in terms of size, mm-hmm. it's not as powerful as us. You know, and not only that, I don't. I, they've, 
we'd fucking, you know, before they even got here, I think they'd have suffered. Yeah. You know. We'd send out planes. You know. To bomb them. Not just planes, fucking, you know, you've got your submarines, you know, fucking, we've got, we've yeah. got a lot of submarines as well. The you Japs know. have got subs though, haven't yeah. they? Well, well, the Japs, the Chinese. The, the, the Japanese wouldn't fucking, wouldn't ally with fucking China, they hate them. You know? One of the most reassuring things in the world, I mean, every country will probably argue this, but we have got the best armed forces in the world. Yeah. The best, not in terms of size. We've got the best trained armed forces in the world. It's in the British nature. It's, look at our navy. For the past five hundred years, we've absolutely well since the seventeen hundreds, we've absolutely fucking dominated on the yeah. water. I don't know how the fuck it's come to fruition that we've been so good at having the navy, but yeah. we we invented radar. Right, the Brits invented fucking radar. Right, what we do is we listen. We, we can listen out for others. Other, pe- other nations can listen out for submarines, but there's just something about the British that can listen out for other yeah. submarines and have a little edge over, little edge over, which is down to the training, isn't it? I think yeah. a lot of countries train with fear, where in this country we train with respect, don't yeah. we, and, di- and discipline. It's like, obviously, you know, America's got its fucking you know mega mega military might type of thing, and they're advanced, they're you know, advanced, and, and they're as advanced. Fuck, you know, we're arguably second only to them, you know, in terms of what advanced, you know, technologically advanced. Well, we're on par. Terms of military, you know, we are. We're, we're on par with technology. A lot of our stuff's quite well linked, you know. You've, especially with our Reaper and Predator drones, you know, stuff like that, you know. Yeah. yeah well um, done. Finally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, off the bat, you can name I it instead of taking three name. weeks. It fucking took me fucking forever to remember that fucking name, but you know. And you've got stuff like that. Now that's another thing to think of. You know, they can let's say the let's say the uh, Chinese can have their Soviet fucking aircraft carrier, which isn't due to fucking set sail for four fucking years, which is twenty five fucking years old. Might I add? You know, they can fucking set set that sail in two fucking years, type of thing. And I wonder if that's even going to have the fucking technology on to detect that fucking Reaper drone forty five thousand fucking feet up. You know, well, the Brits have designed a uh, stealth Reaper, haven't they? Yeah, the, the, that bl- which looks like a, a shrink down B yeah. B one. You know, and, and you know, I wonder if they're going to even fucking know it's up there. You know, it's just going to be like that. Da, 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 you know, mm. pop. <laughs> yeah. You know, s- see what the fuck happens. You know, ours would be a casualty by numbers, wouldn't it? Uh, once you start sinking our ships, we've we've not got a lot of fucking destroyers out there. No. Now um, let's, let's go to our friend at Wikipedia. Let's see what it's saying. Like the the main thing with it is obviously we have very advanced. You know we've got one of the most advanced destroyers in the world, which just set sail when the Olympics was on. Yeah. If you remember, yeah. it was used in, at the Thames as our flagship one. Yeah, that's supposed to like have some ridiculous fucking Iron Dome technology similar to the Israel thing. You know we're literally you know fucking stuff flying in it. It's just going pew, pew, fuck off. You know it's got yeah. fucking rail guns on it. You know what is a rail gun? I hear that quite you know, a lot. You know well it, it's it, it's a fired projectile of energy, electricity, you know, light, you know, it, like it's, not, a laser. it's not a laser exactly, it's it's a bit difficult to explain, I don't really know the exact specifics of it, but it's a really heavily fortified burst of energy. I've noticed that a lot of uh, fucking Middle Eastern countries have a lot of our old naval yeah. ships, you know, from the 70s. Um, I, I, and I think that's one of the main things, is that literally, the re- that there's a reason why we got rid of them fucking ships, Yeah, you know. I don't know what date were they. You know, and, it, and, it, and it's not because... Uh, it's not down to like uh, us going. Oh, we don't want that. It's fucking bag of shit. You know, we, we just had to fucking get rid of it. We just didn't have enough people to operate it. You know, mm. fuck it. Don't want it. Off we go. You know, and I bet you in the money, our navy is fairly sizable compared to China's. Definitely. 
Well, I'm just trying to find out exactly how many ships we've got. And don't forget, we've got a massive merchant navy as well. I'll tell you what, those F-35Bs look absolutely stunning. The new uh, yep. the new aeroplanes, the new, well, the new battleships that are, that are actually on the way. Um, okay, that's the ranks. Let's see if we can find the ships. Have we got the ships? External links. Um... You know, at the end of the day, you've got you've got your your armed forces as mm-hmm. such, right? But simply put, on some level, now not to cause too much offence to people who are in the army or anything like that, but basically, on the basis of it, what is an army? An army is something that's going to get shot by the navy. The navy has to get there mm. to fucking put them on the fucking land. If you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you need. To, you know, you, you can have your special forces. We're going to go in undercover and everything like that. But you're not going to take over a fucking country with special forces, are you? No. You know, you well, need, they can. They can do. Uh, you know, Ch- China needs that that two million people army on the fucking shore to take us over. And until they fucking touch down, there's no problem. If you know what I mean? Right. Right. You know, and how the fuck do you transport that many fucking troops? Via a navy, that's a lot, you yeah, know. Lot. You know, the only reason, you know, we, we couldn't even transport that, you know, in World War Two. you know. We had that initial, you know, attack. Mm-hmm. But even then, the only way that we're getting over there was literally ships were just going back and forth, ferrying them. You Are know? you not concerned that we don't have any aircraft carriers? Isn't it? The, the final aircraft carrier is pulled into Liverpool this weekend, yeah, which no. is more likely to be the last and fucking uh, aircraft carrier. Well, the, the, the next one's not due to fucking sail to like 2016, I think. 2017, something like that. But it is the most advanced one in the fucking world. Right, uh, 96 ships we have. Yeah. RFA. Um, Royal Fleet I'll, as well, we call. Have a look and see what um, thingy the Chinese have got. Yeah, let's see. Ships in service. Right, we have... Are they battleships? They're all fucking civilian ships. List of Royal don't, Fleet of don't, don't forget ships. the Royal Navy's got thingy... Uh, Merchant Navy yeah, vessels as well. They were Merchant Navy vessels. Then you know, you need to find your, uh, you know, you need to find your fucking your military. Right, let's have a look. Um, uh, Active country size: sixty-one landing craft, hundred and seventy aircraft. Part of the naval service, British Armed Forces, naval staff, uh, Royal Marines, navals. Part of the naval service. Let's see what this bollocks is. Come on. Give us composition. Here we go. Current composition. Uh, we have right. How many destroyers do we have? Royal Marines. Royal Marines. But it's a list of Royal Navy ships. Right, the seventy-eight commissioned ships. Right, that bird, the Royal Navy insignia. Um, we're now going to see exactly how many battleships are are out there. Please be a few. See, I. I because it's not popularly like uh, advertised of how much shit we've got, um, you never you never really think that there's fucking uh, a lot out there to protect us. But yeah, yeah let's let me link it up through uh, Ustream. Let's pretend we we actually know what we're doing here. Right, the astute class submarine. We have um, uh, six more to be commissioned. It doesn't actually give a, a total figure. Trafalgar-class submarine. This is gradually being replaced by the Astute-class. Right, so submarines, there's ten in service at the moment, with six more to be commissioned. Astute-class, is that a nuclear? Do we know that's a nuclear type of submarine? Uh, Vanguard-class, 
So, so at the moment we've got the HMS Astute, which is one, and we have six more to be commissioned. So we're going to have seven Astute classes. The Trafalgar classes are going to be replaced, which we've got one, two, three, four, five Trafalgar class submachines. The Vanguard class we have one, two, three, four, five. So at the moment we've got ten in service. That's a lot of fucking subs, that isn't it? Yeah. Uh, service, uh, see, surface fleet, they look like... No, that's just Ustream. It sometimes you drops connection with uh, the the desktop centre. Uh, we have uh, a landing platform for helicopters. We have an amphibious assault ship and uh, one aircraft carrier, HMS Industrious. Uh, frigates and destroyers. Wow, look at how many eighteen frigates and destroyers in service at the moment. Holy shit! This class is this class is uh, to be gradually replaced by the Type Twenty Six destroyer. Uh, frigate currently in development, so all those, all those what we see here are going to be uh, slowly replaced by uh, the Type Twenty Six frigate, the Type Forty Five. I mean, look at look how advanced that is. How many is there at the moment? One, two, three, four of those are there, with two more to be commissioned. And so there's going to be a total of six of those. The Type Forty Two, they've been a guided missile destroyer. Uh, there's one of those, and that's to be decommissioned. So that's being replaced. Uh, they're mine vessels. Uh, offshore patrol, all this concerning. What the fuck is that? Guided missile destroyer, permanently docked in Portsmouth Harbour as a training vessel. Uh, so if you think about it, we've got 18 frigates and destroyers. Scroll, scroll down. Go down to the bottom. These aren't fighting oh, vessels now. Yeah. Uh, right, the, it tells you the... Um, Oh, it doesn't give you the numbers, does it? No. It's a pity you can't just get a full number there. Well, those are, it's here. Yeah, no, what I mean isn't just a total number. You know, you could have just how many destroyers. And Frigates and destroyers, that. 18 in service at the moment. Right, so let's have a look at uh, China. China's worrying. Right, so we've got 10, sub, 10 subs. Yeah. 18. Frigates and destroyers. Destroyers. Well, 78 in total we've got. And we had 24 patrols, wasn't it? Yeah. Which are obviously, arguably, just destroyers, but with a bit more, less oomph. Yeah, so let's go Chinese. Chinese Navy. So, so that, that's 52 mega, mega ships. Yeah, know, 50, that, 15 fucking world destroyers. Do ships have nukes on them? Or is it all submarines? It's all submarines, uh, isn't submarines, it? Submarines... Uh, but I think I, I think destroyers if they do have have any fucking I don't think they've got um, many real proper nukes if you know what I mean. Right. Let's see what we've got here. Uh, aircraft. Well, arguably they've got a bigger navy in terms of people. Manpower. <laughs> people have got. Nineteen uh, fifties in the twenty first century current status. Let's see what we've got here. That's probably the deployment, isn't it? Uh, anti-piracy operations. Here we go. Uh, nuclear ballistic missile submarines. For fucking hell, they got sixty-three subs. <laughs> We're fucked. One aircraft tar- carrier, two assault ships, twenty-five destroyers, forty-seven frigates. The fuck? But how old are these frigates? And how many vessels they've got in total? Total amphibious warfare vessels, two hundred and twenty-eight. Landing craft, landing ships, mine warfare, total vessels 920, 962, total combat vessels 518. Yeah, if you go up, 
go on the conventional attack submarines, see what they actually are. Which ones? Conventional attack submarines. Right, okay. Wonder how old these are. God, I can feel my fucking the computer fucking burning up here. <coughs> it's struggling, it's struggling. We've asked a lot, will it be able to do it? That's the wrong one. Just wanted to run Java. Right, here we go. So it is Russian technology that the Chinese are using then, isn't it? Yeah. But they're all old fucking jetty things. So we might have the uh, the the, uh, the advantage just purely by the uh, technology. technology. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they go to the wrong one, didn't it? Oh, I'm going to put it back up. Right, let me change that camera to me and you again because it keeps on dropping out of you stream. Uh, there we go. That's better. Right. Back onto this bad, bad boy. People's living right, so we want conventional attached submarines. What the fuck is that? Earth Defense Destroyer. That just looks like a big target. That doesn't <laughs> look fucking new at all, does it? Tower on a boat. No, it keeps on taking me to this. Uh, Japan, China, China, China. It's World War Two, that one. I don't know. Fuck it. If in doubt. I can't see the attack submarines being anything fucking special. But the Russian, they don't like the Russian. You know, we don't have any attack submarines. You know. We do. The Vanguard class. I don't know. It didn't say on there though that we had um, just just attack submarines. That's all that they're calling their own. Uh, let's see. There's any pictures. Here we go. Uh, PLA Navy, the People's Liberation. Uh. It's always the peoples in these countries. <laughs> Ships, submarines. Here we go. 6.2.2. Here we go. Right. This is, let's see, version fixed wing notes. Naval aircraft, submarines, submarines of the People's Liberation Army Navy. God bless fucking Wikipedia. Even though this is typed by fucking humans, isn't it? Yeah. One bolt, 17 bolts. Let's see what's got here. wonder what's the newest fucking... See, that's terrifying, that, isn't it? That doesn't even look fucking pretty recent. China engaged in the development of submarine launch, atta- uh, launch ballistic missiles since the 1950s. With the acquisition of a single Soviet Golf class conventionally powered ballistic missile submarine, the original Golf class design had three launch tubes, so they are using Russian technology, aren't they? It's not giving us the years, oh, it's written in Chinese, they know what they're doing. Let's back <laughs> off on that. Now, they, they do pose a significant threat to us. Yeah, but. So, but it looks like, uh, from what Wikipedia says, anyway, it looks like they're using all the technology. Yeah. Russian technology in particular. Which well, is nice. Well, one of the main things you need to think, though, is that, is that fucking distance. Yeah, we would probably attack them while they're on the way over. Well, yeah, but it's not just that, though. Um, if you've got... Um, it, it's not necessarily your risk of your submarines versus submarines. It's your submarines versus your fucking... Uh, your ships, that's the problem, you yeah, know. The submarine hunters are, and submarines against other submarines. If we actually went to war, would we actually get drafted up? Would there be a national service thing? Oh, I can remember you telling me. Um, no, but conscription's still legal now. All government needs to, they don't even need to vote for it. 
the, the government could pass it now if they wanted with no vote because it's already passed. It yeah. got passed in the World War Two. They just never unpassed it. Yeah. If they wanted to, they could uh, call us back up, couldn't they? Yeah. So the challenge is make it to f- make it to an age that makes you unhealthy to do it before it fucking happens. Get the quick. You think you'll get called up, don't you? Gail, my Mrs. Burroughs would probably get called up because she's a nurse. Yeah. So she'll be fucked. I'm saying that she's an oncology nurse. So she, sorry, she's a pediatric oncology. So she works with children. Yeah. Not unless you be a fucking civilian, fucking medic. It goes out there and it was fucking. Oh my god, it's terrifying. <laughs> Are we gonna ever see another world war in our lifetime? <laughs> Fuck knows. If we do, it'd be over energy, won't it? Yeah, I would suspect so. It'd be interesting, that's to say the least. It'll be terrifying. Let's just hope that they'll never do it. Right, while we're on the... Let's just cover the horse meat scandal at the moment. Let's get this motherfucker out of the way. fucking... In the United Kingdom at the moment, uh, and now spreading to Europe, uh, horse DNA has been found in um, processed meat products that are in the the supermarket aisles. Uh, At the moment... As far as we know, there's been a lot of products, in particularly processed products, been pulled from the shelves while they're undergoing testing uh, to see if they've got horse DNA in it. It looks like the uh, the horse meat has been shipped in from Romania and Poland. Poland yeah. Romania and Poland. How have we got to the point where we fucking shipping in meat from Romania and Poland and not buying it from uh, suppliers in this country? There is enough livestock yep. in this country to supply us. Look at the butchers. Look at the butchers that were there, the independent ones. All right. There's probably, I don't know, I used to figure all the time, there's probably only a tenth of the butchers that are in the uh, high street yep. nationwide than what there was ten, even ten years ago it's, at the moment. It's very, very sad. That's another one of the things that we come to, isn't it? That literally the supermarkets are, on some level, killing the farmers Yeah. on certain levels. And, and I, think now, I think now if it came to it, which it probably is, you know, you're having lots of processed meat taken off the shelves now. You know, Good. so far I think they've te- they've found that one in seventy five products on the shelf had horse meat levels in it. That's what they're at so far. What the figures being banded about? How much horse meat have been found? I mean, I know these summer Findus Foods they've found a hundred percent horse meat. It's not just that though. The uh, the they've found it in fucking lasagnas, spaghetti bolognese, burgers. Uh, burgers yeah. You, what was the other one? There was something else the other day, and I can't remember for life me what it was. Mince. Mm, yeah, it was mince. I can't. Cottage cottage pie. It was. That's right. Cottage pie. The other day, like yesterday, it was. Yeah, that's it. You uh, know, uh, uh, Lancashire but, County Council you know, have uh, you know, a lot, a lot, from forty-seven schools. You know, a lot of them, um, the ones that they've not released the official figures are, but they've said that it's not trace amounts. You know, it, it's less than one percent. It's a percent. It's a percent yeah. amount. You know, and. Was a now, tenth of one percent, not point one percent. And we've come to that position in because of one reason. Money. Cheap. That's all it is. That's the only reason why I've come to that fucking conclusion. You know, people would rather get, you know, not people themselves, but to get the meat from fucking Romania to France to England to packaged onto your shelf is cheaper than buying the fucking meat. It can't be. I I don't believe that. I know that's the thing. No, yeah, it's cheaper to buy, but it's not cheaper to... Sorry, it's cheaper for the manufacturers to buy, but it's not cheaper for the the public to go in, for the consumers to go in and buy it off the shelf. They still charge us fucking stupid prices for it. I hope on some level now, I know that we would suffer for it, but I hope on some level now that with all the people all of a sudden that are going to flood to the market to buy beef, British beef, fresh, off the fucking shelf and everything. Off the farm. I hope that... 
they have that much of an influx of it, the farmers just go, all right, there you go, price up. I hope they fucking do. Do you think they'll do that? Because <sighs> you know what's going to happen, don't you, in the supermarkets? What, what, they're going to want you to go back, aren't they? Yeah. They were going to say, right, everything's all clear. Tesco have announced that the 17 items that they've tested, that they've pulled off the shelf, shelf they've tested them all, and none of them have been found with yeah. horse DNA. So what are they going to do? One in five shoppers have turned around and said that they are going to start buying from uh, the butchers or farmer shops. I'm one of them. I'm now going to yeah. buy my meat from farmer shops. I know I can put... You can bet your fucking mortgage on that they are going to... The supermarkets are going to start decreasing the price of their meat because they're mm-hmm. going to want those fuckers who are going to the farm shops to uh, to come back into their store, That's which is going to be tempting because you're going to be in there That's doing your big shopping going to be thinking, fucking hell, a leg of lamb was £20 last week. Now it's only a tenner. Mm-hmm. That's half fucking price. That, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I think now the farmers are going to click onto that. And I think on some level, the farmers should grab the fucking supermarkets by the balls yeah. instead of being the other way around because our agriculture industry has always been a big industry if you know what I mean yeah. and it's been fucking shafted for fucking over 10 years now we're still quite busy though aren't we oh yeah we're still completely busy but I mean in terms of profits for farmers you know your fucking your cattle markets they're not fucking booming like they used to be you know now you've got literally farm upon farm upon farm that literally does nothing but sell to the supermarkets you know and that's a problem you know it, it is a problem uh, and I think they should turn around now and go, right, all right, we'll charge this. And I think they should price it. Now, I know we would suffer. I know we'd suffer. But I think they should do it just to say to the supermarkets, fuck off. <laughs> do you think the supermarkets are going to start buying British or will they still continue to import meat from uh, Poland and Romania? Will they learn the lessons? All right, oh, well, people in Romania, if they're lucky, they're going to start fucking prosecuting, aren't they? They're going to start, they'll, they'll find somebody to prosecute. Well, whoever we're buying their process, whoever we're buying the, the beef from, right, we're going to we're gonna prosecute that company and then that pro- company's going to prosecute whoever they source their meat from. And, and there's going to be somebody at the end of the line, probably yeah. unrelated to it, who's, who's going to get fucking shafted. Some little man's going to get yeah. fucking shafted somewhere big and proper, aren't they? Well, I think the main thing behind that is, uh, obviously, we're only talking about frozen. I think that's an important note to say. Well, at the moment, we're only talking about frozen, yeah. processed meat, aren't we? Yeah. Um, now, if they all went off the shelf tomorrow, I don't think there'd be that much of a, that much of a problem, if you know what I mean. Now, they're going to try and put it back onto the shelf, but I think, personally, they should put stuff on that fucking shelf that is fucking British processed meat. Yeah. Um, and it's a fucking complicated one because the problem is you've opened the fucking borders, haven't you? And I don't mean for people; I mean for for meat trade within the EU. Now we have a really advanced fucking passport system over here for fucking cows, horses, the full fucking shebang, don't we? It's you no, know, it's almost impossible to fucking have your dodgy shit. Yeah, our livestock has a passport. I don't know what it is over the rest um, of the world. Well, it, it, there's a, there's a passport system across the entire EU. If you know what I mean. But you know as well as I do, fucking over in Romania, fucking there you go, fucking back, you know, backhander, bam, bam yeah. you know, whack it in the food chain. I know people who've gone to fucking Romania, fucking spent a week over there, whacked a caravan on the back of the fucking car, drove around and got the fucking HGV license, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. fucking turned it into a British one, you know, it's <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, all they do is go out, there you go, there you go, fucking 400 euros, you know, you can't put a price on an HGV license. No. You can earn a lot of fucking money through that. You know, and it's, it's fucking fascinating that you know that. I think what you can't symbolise it on just the countries on their own, obviously. But I think what these countries need to realise though is that inter- integrating works both ways. 
you know, you can be integrated and get all your advantages out of it, but you fucking do something wrong, you are going to get fucking shafted. What's you know? the punishment's going to be? Well, I would hope that people who are behind it would get punished, but it's not going to happen that, no. because the amount of fucking smoke that people are putting up about it is fucking horrendous, you know. Mm. Everybody's smoke screening. Oh, it's this, well, we, well, we bought it off this company, yeah. and that company bought it off that company, that bought, you know, it's all fucking shifting around. And in the end, it's just going to get to the point where they go, well, we just can't prosecute anybody because we don't know where it's fucking come from. Are people asked about it? Yeah, definitely. I'm, that, I'm outraged. I um, mean, even though uh, horse meat isn't, uh, isn't, um, dangerous to human beings. The antibiotics that horses have yeah. has been linked to cancer. Hasn't yeah, it's it? a carcinogenic. Yeah, it's a carcinogenic. Yeah, uh, so it, so that is dangerous, right? If l- luckily I don't buy cheap shit, I always oh, that's wrong. But luckily, I don't ever buy any frozen meats. I yeah. always buy I, fresh I meats buy off fresh. the shelf. Uh, but if I had bought something and it had. Uh, horse DNA in it. I'd be outraged because yeah. I've gone there to buy fucking a um, a, a 100% uh, hamburger. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not, uh, made not by beef. Not only that, the price you're paying is that price is based on it being beef. beef correct. As well. Horse. Horse is cheaper. Yeah, I've gone out there to buy a fucking a cow burger, not a fucking horse burger. So I'm that outraged now. Even though I'm buying fresh produce from the supermarket, I'm now going to go to the farmer's shops. But if uh, the f- if the sp- when the supermarkets start dropping the prices, which inevitably with the will, my head is going to be turned, which in turn I think that is going to keep the butchers in check yeah. and not to put the fucking prices up. But I just don't know how long it's, it's going to be to fucking... Uh, I, th- I think you are going to have a problem with the farmers the next few years. I think it is going to get to the point where farmers are going to shaft back because I think now... Well, the price of milk is supposed to be fucking ridiculous. Yeah, the, 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 the milk thing straight away. You know, your farmers are making no money on milk. But I think you're going to have problems on the other front as well. You know, you've got your meat, you know, going to your fucking supermarkets and, your su- you know, and, and it's not cheap. You know, it's not... You, you've fucking 40, 50% of your bills are meat, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and... I think that hardly any of that fucking money is going to that farmer. The price of uh, meat is... I think supermarkets... Well, no. I, I make a fucking good guess, right? At the end of every... I don't know. At the end of every month, uh, supermarkets get all their sales in, right? And they look at what people are buying. And they're saying, look, everybody's buying mints, right? Look at the quantity of people. They're buying loads of beef mints because they're making shepherd's pies. It's a cheap fucking meal. Two years ago, I was paying... £2.50 for 500 grams of mint. It's now £4. Yeah. Because the demand is there for people to buy it. So they put the prices up on people, what people... Uh, they put the prices up on produce that people are fucking buying because they know it's, a, it's an easy fucking sale. And it's that is yeah. fucking sad. Yeah. They're just pricing us out of fucking meat. The price of meat is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Especially when we've got... Do you know what, any one time in the UK we've got uh, 2.6 million cattle? Yeah, two point six million cattle, right? And that is that is closely fucking monitored because yep. if farmers don't sell the meat, right, they uh, they look at the cattle as um, as assets, right? Yep. They've got to feed that cattle, right? So they keep it at a number where they know they can sustain it, right? They can afford to to manage the stock that they have, and uh, they can make profit by what they're selling. If the if the farmers wanted to, they could increase that in one year. They could almost double the cattle supply by yep. fucking getting shit pregnant. Do you know what I mean? Yep. But they don't do that purely for the fact that how much money it costs, and there's no demand there at the moment because we're going fucking the border. To buy, to buy all of our fucking meat. Hopefully that will come back and we'll yeah. be super busy. 
that's what I mean, you know, in terms of another thing, you know, the whole nationalising thing of, you know, you, 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 you've got your, your shale again, oil and gas and that plaver. What happens when we're all buying fucking British, if you know what I mean? What, what, what happens when everybody's buying everything from fucking British? You know, it, it's fucking, it's something that... We'll get shafted. It's something that on our own, in our own brains, because the way we've grew up over the last 25, 30 years in this country, to us it's fucking mad. To all of our parents, though, years ago, nothing came from abroad at all. Never. There was a big thing about growing your own as well, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah. Well, look at now, see if you want a, an allotment to grow your fruit and veg. Yeah. There's some places, there's a 10-year waiting list. You've got yeah, to wait till some fucker dies if you want the patch of land to grow your food. Yeah. I mean, I've got a good bit of garden. You've got a great bit of garden as well. Yeah. I've got a good bit of garden. My uh, garden is 50%... Um, 50% I don't know what you want to call it tarty stones and like a nice concrete circle not concrete like a uh, uh, it's like a circle of uh, slabs uh, with a with a table on and the other 50% it's all grass if I wanted to I could have a good sustainable fucking fresh produce yeah. uh, fucking um, uh, garden but purely due to laziness I've, I've not got that yeah. one for the maintenance one that I don't really know what I'm doing but two I just can't be fucking arsed after the <laughs> 12 hours shift the last thing I want to do is come in and tend to my fucking garden but my grandfather he he would go, he would do a 12 hour 13 hour shift in, so in the so fucking power man. station and come on and his greenhouse would be fucking stunning he'll go yeah. in shit shower shave have his tea slap me an island on her ass and he'd be in the greenhouse he'd yeah. have fucking tomatoes like that yeah. do you know what I mean um, my granddad grew loads fucking potatoes you know and let's face facts it doesn't come it doesn't come any simpler than growing fucking potatoes I've, I've had a bash I've had a bash at growing yeah. shit I've uh, grown potatoes the easiest thing to do yeah. in the world you just wait for them to seed put them into the ground and wait six or seven weeks and you've got from one potato you can have up to ten potatoes yeah. you know what I mean I, I actually named mine drain potatoes because <laughs> it was a foot away from a drain yeah <laughs> uh, I tried growing carrots unsuccessfully. I didn't put them in far enough. Uh, I only put them in about an inch, and they needed to go like six inches down. I tried yeah. growing uh, turnips unsuccessfully, parsnip unsuccessfully, uh, strawberries. Fucking one of the easiest things in the world to grow. <laughs> honest to God, you want to see with a strawberry, right? What you get off a strawberry plant are tubers, right? Yeah. So for every one strawberry plant, you get three tubers, right? Those tubers you plant into the ground, and that produces another strawberry plant. I would. I had some tubers that were twelve feet long. Yeah. It was looking for grass. It was like the David. It was like a triffid. It was looking for somewhere to fucking spawn and go again. Uh, what else have I grown uh, successfully? Uh, oh, I've got an apple plum. Not an apple pear and. I've got a pear tree. Apple pear and plum tree growing in the garden. Oh, my two years old this year. My pear tree is higher than the fucking uh, telephone lines. I've got to fucking chop the bastard down before it falls over. It's fucking massive. Seriously, what's hiding in the house? It's a uh, 40 foot, flat fir tree. Is that at the bottom of your garden? Uh, halfway up my garden. So if that falls, it could fall into the house? Yeah. How thick is the uh, is the trunk? Uh, I'd probably say about 10 inches, maybe. Maybe a foot. That's not a thick trunk. That's a, the trunk's about that fucking big, isn't it? Yeah. And it's about fucking it's well higher than the house. So uh, does it fruit? Yeah. Every year. And what have you got to wait till shit falls off? Or is yeah, well, I, I was I was thinking about I need to redo the garden this year in the spring. Uh, my garden, both my gardens are a fucking mess. Um, I need to. I might put a fucking net around it, you know, to catch it. Um, I don't like pears, but per lo- loads of other people do. Um, per cider, yeah, per cider. Per cider is fucking gorgeous, you know. Um, the 
but I would like to do that. I would like to grow my own fruit, fruit and veg. You know, I really would, but I just can't be asked. Yeah. You know, that's our generation. No, we grew up with a Nintendo. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and we, Ataris. We, you know, we grew Sega's. up. We grew up where you fucking didn't do anything like that. You just fucking bought everything. In a way, we're the stupid generation, really. Lazy, you know? yeah, lazy as fuck. Yeah. You think we're lazy? The generation before us, I fucking worry for my son. Yeah, I really do. He's uh, he's um, sixteen months old and. Uh, I just wonder what the fuck is he gonna do when he grows up as an occupation? He's gonna have to be like a he's gonna have to be like a robot technician, yeah, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? That's what you think. Oh, there's only one thing where it's guaranteed for constant booming business: an undertaker. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, fucking definitely. Or crematorium. Um, <laughs> the midwife. <laughs> midwife. Yeah, that's a fucking booming business now, isn't it? Um, but. The whole growing fruit and veg thing, you know, it's fuck, it's not really complicated, but it's just that you can be asked, yeah. you know. I can't wait till my uh, apples, plums, and pear tree starts to fucking. <laughs> I'm gonna ferment the shit out of that, and I'm gonna start making Cheshire cider. Yeah, fucking hell. End up with a fucking. Half. I'm a little bit concerned though, because the uh, the each tree was grafted onto like uh, another plant, you know, like another tree base. I, yeah. don't, I, I, I don't know why. I mean, they're growing fine, but you can see where the where the sap has been like waxed into the yeah. to the other plant. So I don't know what fucking type of hybrid fucking uh, <laughs> fruit we're gonna get off it. But yeah. I, this year I might start getting shit off it. You might it's do. Exciting times. Um, the yeah, you can fucking make homebrew. Then you'll fucking be shitting all over yourself when you fucking when you've had a drink. Okay, too no. many people and I, I, well, I know two people who've made homebrew and two people who've had explosions <laughs> it's fucking bad shit no um, name and no names but there's a, a father of somebody who works at our work is currently off sick at the moment with yeah. yeah he's made a homebrew and he fucking <laughs> he, he fucking lifted the roof on the house <laughs> what, my father-in-law his friend was making homebrew in the shed that was keeping from his wife right mm-hmm. and he he he, he he was making his homebrew in the shed, and he had, I don't know what happened. The pressure got too much in more. And while he was in the shed, it fucking it blew the windows out. It blew the nails up, so the roof lifted, and it blew the shirt that was on his fucking on his on his back. It blew the shirt off his chest and like left him red fucking raw. The, uh, when I got told the story, I was pissing myself, but apparently he was in the bad fucking. The, uh, the well, that's the thing with homebrew is that it pressure to fuck, isn't it? You know. Um, I know people who fucking, you know, had missiles going off, you know, fucking, you know, the bottle caps and they swell up, you know, blowing up and fucking flies off. I know, I'm sure somebody in work the, uh, used to make it loads of it and <laughs> he, uh, he knocked a fucking neighbour's chimney off <laughs> fucking over the road. With a missile. <laughs> With a fucking own brute. <laughs> and a missile. He, he put it in and he completely forgot about it and he'd used like uh, industrial caps that he'd robbed from work. Um, and they had these like little metal caps that turn into these like fucking orb light bulbs on top, you know, on the lid. And he realised what they were, and he got one outside, and he fucking, you know, he was like fucking hell. And he put like a towel over it and everything, fucking put his foot on it and got the sledgehammer and went like, ah, you know, to pop it. Went like, bam, and it just went fuck off. So it was like a natural missile. Hit the fucking chimney and fucking bricks fell out of it and everything <laughs> off the fucking road. <laughs> Fucking bet the neighbors are dead confused when they fucking walk down the path and fucking found bricks on the front path. I tell you what, what I've learned from this podcast that um, looks like we have a bright future, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it doesn't look too uh, doesn't look too concerning. No, not really. You know, the what? only thing that we got to be worried about was getting shafted, isn't it? Yeah, definitely getting shafted by the by the man, the man, which is sad. Do you reckon we we'll ever have a, another poll tax riot type of riot? 
whether people are going to get that fucked off with the price of fuel. We're, we're going to have riots, but I couldn't specify what they're going to be on this time. You know, it, it's impossible to realise. More than likely, we won't see it coming. It'll all of a sudden be something will happen one day, and all of a sudden everything will just go. <laughs> like off. it did two years ago. Yeah, you know, no one will have a fucking clue. You know, it'll just hit us in the fucking face. Uh, I think they'll be much more prepared for it, though, because they've had the fucking practice now, haven't they? You know, the current police force, they've had the practice in now. Yeah, but what you got to remember with the police force, right, they're getting rid of experienced officers because they're costing too much to employ. They're bringing in kids. They're not yeah. kids, but they're bringing in, they're bringing in 18, 19, 20-year-olds. Graduates. Graduates, yeah, who, uh, who uh, haven't got a lot of experience, but they cheat to employ. So that's what you're going to have facing you. I know some police officers when the the London riots, on, well, the, the UK riots were on two years ago, well, July 2011. It was 11, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah July 2011. Uh, I know some police officers who didn't wear the steel toe catch boots. They wore trainers. They yeah. wore black trainers because they, if they were being, uh, they were being well, there to control a mob of a thousand people and there was 200 coppers you're all numbered massively yeah. aren't you? you're all numbered so they, they wanted the opportunity to run away and I think that's what you're going to get the numbers aren't there to control thousands of people look when the, look at the London riots uh, when the I think it was the G20 was on when that when that uh, gentleman got knocked over by the police yeah. officer at the, heart. The, the anarchist riots the, the anarchist riots yeah I think there was uh, 200,000 people uh, yeah. alright there was uh, 60,000 no there was 30,000 police officers on duty yeah. sounds like a big number but compared to 200,000 it's not for every one police officer what if you yeah, got fucking not. 10 people well th- 7 people um, well I think one of the main things is that all these riots that they've just had now They've had that little bit of practicing, you know. They've been the current level of police officers have been broken to proper mm. bad shit, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I think now they were sat there. And I think now the fucking the government the next time riots kick off will be taking a bazooka to fucking take out a fly. They'll be fucking, you know. Would well, they get Middle Eastern on their ass? You know, I I, th- I think they'd literally deploy everybody out for it the next fucking time it comes to it because I think they'll they don't want that embarrassment again because it was embarrassing. You know, we were all over the fucking world, fucking all these fucking thugs running down fucking streets, not one police officer inside. Yeah, no. You know. See, in Bahrain and uh, the Middle Eastern countries, apparently, the, the, well, we're being led to believe by the media that uh, when the civilians protest, the, they have no, the police have no fucking moral obligation to, like, yeah. not unleash the wrath of war. So they just start firing rubber bullets like a motherfucker. Yeah. In this country, we don't seem to do that, do we? We seem no. to deploy uh, water cannons, don't we, at the best, and try well, to do, uh, like, a, a caging tactic. Yeah. Um, not caging chicken. Kettle. Kettle, it's called, isn't Kettling, it? Kettle, that's it, yeah. Um, but I think one of the main things over here is that, obviously, we do, we are much more humane on that level, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but <coughs> now, obviously, compared compared to the fucking uh, nice humane coal mining riots, you know, which were let's face facts, were not humane at all. You know, they just beat the shit out of anybody. Um, you know, and it, it, with the whole rioting thing, it's fucking almost impossible to put an opinion on it. You know, h- how do you control a riot? You know, how do you do? How do you do the right thing? How do you know where you're gonna be? How how strict you need to be, how unstrict you need to be, you know, the whole fucking thing. See, the thing is, what what I've noticed is when people start fucking dying, it doesn't deter people from going out on the streets. If anything, it rounds them up even more, doesn't yeah. it, to go out there and start fucking shit up. Do you reckon they ever get to the point where the government will start fucking unleashing fucking rubber bullets on the civilians? Well, uh, we've got lots of police officers now 
deployed with you know with, with who can use rubber bullets. If you know what I mean, they just refrain from using it because not only that, you've also got a risk of it. If you know what I mean, you know, you, you fucking fire a couple of rubber bullets and somebody fucking dies. You've got problems then. You know. Yeah, you fucked. Um, and I think the last riots, while they were quick to respond, you know, slow to respond. Sorry. Um, I think the what happened afterwards which was the crackdown on anybody who'd fucking riot, was perfectly bang on the money. Bullshit. You know. Even having this argument with everybody, it wasn't, it was illegal, it was unjust, it was uh, It was outrageous. You telling me, right, fucking prime example, the one that I use all the time, right, two kids in Warrington created a Facebook, Warrington in Cheshire in the UK, created a Facebook page that said, let's go out and smash Warrington town, let's go and write something like that. They never did it, they never went out to protest. They did, they tried. They tried, yeah, they, they did try. I think there was only uh, them two and his mates and his thing you get cuts next door, neighbours, dogs are turned up for it, right? Uh, they got arrested. They went um, before a judge. No jury, and they got sentenced to five yep. years. Did no damage, right? The same day, a rapist walked out of court with a suspended sentence of, uh, I don't know, six months suspended sentence. If he did anything, no, two years suspended sentence. If he did anything in the two years, he was going to jail. That is called injustice. How dare the government of this planet send to jail two kids who said they wanted to start a riot yeah. when somebody who raped somebody got off with a suspended sentence? Now, well, I'm sorry, made it. Well, wrong. I, I think the main wrong. thing behind with that now, obviously, you've got your, you, you do have your slight issues there um, with. You know, your injustice and all that palaver. Um, but I remember when the London riots were happening. Um, now, I, my girlfriend was in hospital at the time. Um, quite bad in hospital, in Warrington Hospital, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And when those two lads got sent down, I was so fucking happy. I, as far as I'm concerned, I think they should have got fucking more than that. Just to fucking deter people from doing it. It'd be lovely if when people do stupid things and they, they, they're they inciting a riot that they get the full wrath of the law yeah. and people go full wrath of the law and people go to jail. But it's not like that. It needs to be fair. You can't let off a rapist with a No, you years. can't. But obviously, I, I, I don't think that should stop you from sending the other people down, though. If you know what I mean? Just because somebody else might be walking out the same day, I think you need to. No, you can't. You can't not look at it like that. it's, no, it's outrageous. No, it's, it's absolutely outrageous. It's not fair. I agree that those fuckers who want they wanted to do damage. They probably wanted to rob a load of fucking iPhones or something because yeah. they were the young kids. They wanted. They weren't going out to protest for for the state of the economy. They were going out to protest because they had fuck all else to do and they were greedy and they yeah. wanted to rob shit and they wanted to have the, personal gain from it. They should have been punished. I agree, but they never actually committed it. Physical, uh, they never actually committed a law where anybody got injured or anybody got no, hurt. But and they got sentenced to five years, their lives are fucking ruined. Um, but I think, um, I think to quite honest with you, now I know you've got the whole thing of the rapist getting off or whatever, but I think you need to look at that from the whole thing of the rapist should have got sentenced. Yeah, if you know what I mean. I agree. But there's not enough room in Those prisons. They were actually letting people out of prison so they could accommodate fucking rioters or potential rioters. Yeah. Um, and some of these were fucking teachers who I just th- caught up in it. I think one of the main things... Were that I can't believe were nobody can see this from my point of view. I, th- I think one of the main things with it, though, was that you needed to deter people from doing it again or even wanting to do it again or thinking about doing it again. Now, I know you had people out there who fucking robbed, like, 10p items and got sent down for, like, two or three years, and as far as I'm fucking concerned, they should have got more. That's just how I'm fucking harsh, though. As far as I'm concerned, I think... I, 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 gen- I genuinely think on some level that... if some that motherfucker, you know, I, I genuinely think on some level that 
justice, justice in this country. Are you country. a loyalist or a royalist? What do you mean? Well, sorry, uh, loyalist is the same thing. Uh, are you um, are you uh, pro queen or pro government? Uh, I'm definitely pro queen, but I'm not not pro government. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, if you have to choose. If tomorrow the Queen come out and said, listen, the, the country's that fucked up and disbanding the government, there's going to be a new general election, but for the next six months, the Crown's taking over the power of the country, would you support that? or It would depend on the circumstances. It's for one that of them. reason, the, com- the, the economy's fucked up, petrol prices are too high. They're trying to tax you. As the Queen, I want to drop petrol prices down to uh, 89 pence a litre. I want to decrease uh, council taxes. Uh, and I want to increase. Um, I want to invest more in extracting shale oil, and we're going to proper up, uh, prop up our economy from uh, f- uh, oil exports and, and things like that. I, I, I definitely, I definitely support it on most levels, as long as it definitely wasn't going to go to shit. If you know what I mean, you know, it definitely wasn't. It, it was definitely going to come back to a similar system to what we've got now. Now I know that you can say all you want about democracy being free. It's not free. It's it's more free than other things, if you know what I mean. Particularly, if you think about it on some level, yeah, you know, than a regime. You, you know, pe- people say, uh, you know, the whole thing about you know f- freedom, fucking, you know, that we're all free and all that bullshit. In the day, if everybody was free, the entire con- the entire world would be run by dictatorships. Yeah, because that's just how simple it is. Because regardless of what you happen, you make everybody free. Somebody will fucking rise up and take over. You know right. that's just what happens. And I think democracies are a, a less, you know, lesser of two evils type of thing. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. on some level, and I think mm-hmm. it, it it offers a certain amount of freedom, but not a f- completely one hundred percent freedom. <coughs> um, but I'm definitely royalist, definitely. On you know, I know loads of people say, "Oh, they spend all this money on fucking protecting them and type of thing." Or any money they fucking make a lot of money back on that fucking on tourism. I'm passionate about the Queen and the royal family, but at the back of my mind, it's always that they've got there through killing and suppressing two hundred, three hundred oh, yeah. years ago, haven't they? Fucking well, five hundred, nine hundred eighty years. Oh. Their family line goes back now. What ten sixty six? Yeah. Yeah. So it has come from repressing the fucking people, hasn't it? Uh, well, yeah, initially, but obviously they fucking uh, over time, slowly but surely, they've lost most of their official powers. You know, on certain levels, anyway. Well, yeah, you can say that. You can say that they've lost a lot of powers, but they've got the one power that's most important. If she wanted to, she can dis- disband government tomorrow like that. Officially, yeah. yeah officially, yeah. If uh, if um, David Cameron wants to go to war. He has got to go to the Queen and ask for her permission. All oh, right, she's a, she's gonna say yeah. Well, he's, he's got to uh, he's got to pass it in the government first. He's yeah. got to pass the the war bill, and then he's got to go and ask her. Yeah, and then he's got to go and ask her. All right, she's. I don't think she's ever turned around and said no, but she is a fucking feisty old lady, you know. Yeah. She she will grill in, she will grill the prime ministers as to who, what, where, why, and when. Yeah. What what benefit is this going to have for the national they, interest of this country? They have, they have a weekly meetings, don't they? Prime minister and the queen. They have one a week meeting yeah. every week where she will literally sit them down and just go blah 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 blah, yeah. blah you know, whatever the hell the topic is of that week. Mm. Um, she takes her role as the queen. Seriously, a lot of yeah. people argue that she's there just for a tourist attraction and that we wheel her out into public to yeah. know, walk no, around the, the fucking the, aircraft. The, there's no way. There's, it's still there, isn't it? You know, it's, we're still up. Whatever that you know that, that that type of system that we've got in place. You know, it's the monarchy slash whatever the fuck it is. You yeah. know, um, I don't think I don't think I'd ever want to go back to a complete democracy like similar to America because 
there's only one solution. You know, there's only one possible outcome out of the American thing, which is literally the same fucking parties over and yeah, over and over again. You know. Um, and I think that the, the idea of the Queen deciding um, on some level creates that opportunity for other political parties yeah. in little bits, only in little bits, you know. But if you think about it, the president's just the king, isn't he? Yeah. Because he's got an executive order. If he can't pass it in the the whatever it is, Congress or the Senate, yeah. he can just do an executive presidential order, can't yeah. he? And just sign it and go, oh, fuck the lot of you. This is what yeah. I want. Which is what President Obama's doing now with a lot of shit. I fucking... I keep on saying this all the time. I love the American uh, people, but I am terrified of their government. I feel... I did, I did, this is probably uh, insulting, but I feel fucking sorry oh, for him. I do, mate. I, to- I took me, uh, my sister to Liverpool today, and we had this big conversation on the drive back, which is that two lads that I know ended up serving time in America. Um, for One of them for kicking off over there, and the other one for piracy and hacking over here. Uh, what well, did he get deported? He got deported, yeah. <laughs> uh, out of the 11 lads that I knew who, got, who were involved in it, he got deported. And he got sent to fucking 12 years in federal fucking prison in America. And I'm He's got not, an arsehole the size of a tennis ball. And I, I'm, I'm not on about... Fucked. You know, and I'm not on about he was some big career criminal. I'm on about he's a little fucking shithead. You know, he's, a fucking, he's like six foot two, but he was fucking like that. You know, he was fucking about... Ten, he was about... 10 kilograms wet through, you know, it was fuck all, it was a nerd. And I just thought, I think to myself now, I think, I wonder if he's even still alive. What was he hacking? Uh, he was fucking MGM, MGM servers. He was dealing in fucking Blu ray, fucking piracy, and all sorts of really heavy shit. Like, what were we but, talking? Um, but, well, at the time, I think they had a whole deal of trading, you know, back when Blu rays first came out, of trading Blu rays round before the films came out. On Blu-ray, you holy know, shit! You know, you know, download. He must have been doing it on a mass. You know, downloading the HD copies of films from AMGM, hacking them and stuff like that. Right, he sounds like a clever motherfucker. Yeah. So but how the fuck wasn't he masking his IP address? Well, clearly he fucking he got bummed. But I remember speaking to one of the lads about it, one of the eleven that he was with, because they were all into the gaming scenes. I'm speaking to him, and he said, "I was fucking shit in my pants." I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "Well, number one, he said the fucking door gets kicked in. Fucking, they all come in. Fucking, you know, full right gear, the whole shebang. You know, bazooka with a fly again. You know, he said, you know, there's me and me fucking undies with me fucking can of jolt. You know, fucking, you know, doing jolt. fuck all, and you know, and he got fucking carted off to the police station type of thing. And there was him expecting, you know, he's thinking, fucking, oh, what have I done? Piracy, fucking all that palaver, and he said that the fucking Two fellas came in, all fucking suited up and everything like that. He said they were the fucking FBI. He said I was fucking shitting. He said they were fucking threatening that they were going to fucking, you know, take me out of the country and everything. He said, oh, fucking hell. He said, I fucking cried like a fucking baby. He said, I fucking let rip with everything I knew. (laughs) He said straight away. He was like, I'm fucking not going to America. No way. Um, but he, that lad, uh, the one, like, the leader of it... Is it because f- it's an American company that they have the right to extradite him? I can only presume so. I honestly don't know enough about it because no one spoke to him since it happened because he's literally ended up... We, we only know bits of information through fucking, like, his cousin. So they still got exposed it? He still got deported anyway? Uh, I think he got, what was it? I think he got sent to 12 years parole in six. Um, or parole in seven, something like that. What's that? That that's what he got sent to in America. Twelve years. Well, I don't. I don't. He got. He got sent to twelve years in prison. Yeah. Good behaviour. Parole in seven. All something right. like that. Um, can you not serve your sentence in this country? You can do, but he failed completely. He tried to argue it and argue it and argue it, and he got failed. Got basically shot down completely at every level. Um, 
But with the Americans, stuff like that, especially hacking an American company, they will always seek fucking the biggest thing they can get out of it. The um, shit that is now, this country will just toss you out to him. And let's face facts. If I was saying that he brought the law, didn't he? And, and let's face facts. If you've done a fucking crime, you want to serve it over here, not in America. Was he making money from it? Yeah, definitely. How much are we talking? Don't have a clue. But must I know be a lot. He, it must uh, be a lot, mate, because you don't fucking... The, 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 the cost of ex- uh, to extradite is going to run to millions, you know, isn't it? He was fucking... He was caning it good style. You know, he was fucking selling HD movies when there was no even, not even a HD version out of that movie. You know? <laughs> you know, he's... And... It was fucking fascinating when it happened, you know, because it fucking put the fear of death into me because at the time I was a major pirate. You know, I pirated allegedly. everything. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. And I haven't downloaded anything in about fucking five years now, you know. Statue of liability. liability everything I fucking have. Everything I own is legal on every level. <laughs> you know, and it fucking scared the shit out of me. Imagine fucking that. It scared the shit out of anybody now, wouldn't it? I think uh, Obama said he's not going to go after the... Oh, no, that might be weed, actually. It's not going after the smokers, he's going after the the dealers. Uh, I don't think... Oh, no, that's right. He's not going after the downloaders now, he's going after the, like, the server providers. Yeah. Like a, uh, the pirate base seems to be dead now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Pa- pa- I mean, even though they changed the domain name to somewhere in South Africa, I think it is. Uh, you, in this country now, you can't get on to the... Well, you can't. In this country, if you go onto the, the pirate bay dot whatever it is now, PH or whatever it is, um, you automatically come up with an Internet Explorer page that, yeah. uh, unavailable or something like that. But you can go through a mirror. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's, it's a 30-second it's a Google search. You yeah. can access it through a mirror. But all... Uh, Somebody I know no longer uses Pirate Bay anymore, do you yeah. know what I mean? Because he's now got to go through a different route for it. Uh, and it it's a domino effect. He's going, let's say, for example, what other websites out there, Kick-Ass Torrents, he's going to that now because it seems that it, that's really easy to get to. He's got a large selection. Look at Napster. Remember Napster? That was like mm-hmm. the first massive one, wasn't yeah. it? And now they, you've got to pay for that shit. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Mega Upload. Mega yeah, upload Mega Upload well. got bummed, didn't he? That's what I love about New Zealand. The US want an extra diet. Fucking oh. the, the 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 Kiwis are saying, yeah, because he <laughs> does a lot of charity work. There, yeah, you know, no. he puts a lot of money into the New Zealand, uh, uh, New Zealand fucking uh, economy. And all right, it's corrupt and it's well, that's not true. They set up Mega Upload for a file sharing website yeah. for people. I mean, a lot of people were using think, Mega I legitimately. Think, now, now he he obviously knew what was going on on Mega Upload. There's no way you could deny that. Mm. But I don't think that he should be fucking blamed for it. You know, I think that. Um, you know, he's just a fucking scapegoat, isn't he? Yeah. Basically, what it is, he's a scapegoat for the Americans not being able to control what people are uploading. Yeah. And they don't like that. No. That's what it is. Mm. You know, while they occur yeah, on that, some level, you know, at the end of the day, if he didn't do it, someone else would have. If but Mega, they are doing it. They yeah, are doing well, it. That's what, what I mean. You know, let's say let's say he never invented Mega Upload, but you're in money. Another website would have risen just as big as Mega Upload. The pirate big. Yeah, you know, that's what the pirate be. Those people yeah. are uploading their shit there to share. There's a lot of DJs that use it to put the music on there, but they're just clamping it down like a motherfucker. Mega yeah. upload now has come back with a bigger and better fucking um, website. Did you know? You know, if we were like playing at Wembley or something like that, now we'd have just been fined like about fifty thousand pound. What are you on about? 
we're over fucking overtime, if you know what I mean. Are we? Yeah, we're in working fucking less than fucking four hours, so let's wrap this motherfucker yeah. up. Yeah. This has been the Hit Me Man Iron Fresh. This has not, this is, that's the other fucking uh, yeah. podcast. This has been the Go Forth and Amplify podcast from Death Squad UK. We are no way affiliated with Red Band's original setup, but that motherfucker inspired us to do this podcast. This has been a sober podcast by Death Squad UK. There's actually absolutely been no sacred plants sacrificed there at all, and it's been smooth flowing. I think I might gonna do all uh, future podcasts as sober as a judge this week. Me, Ben Burrows, and Declan Whiteside at Desquad underscore BB and at Dianicus on Dead on Twitter. I've tried to rock your world and blow your minds. We've had excellent feedback and interaction on Twitter, but I've been that fucking lazy and tired. I haven't been monitoring as much as what I should. Thank you very much for all your uh, tweets and all your support. If you want to follow the podcast and all future podcasts at Desquad UK, please follow at Desquad underscore UK on Twitter, and that will have information of all. <laughs> Did that just say nigger? We just got a, a tweet. Uh, sorry, uh, when was that from? Oh, last week somebody just put a stupid fucking message on the page. I went to scale with him. Um, if you want to follow the podcast and all the future shows from Death Squad UK, please follow the Death Squad underscore UK on Twitter. Uh, hopefully me and Declan are going to sit down and create a website and come up with a server where we can upload all of our videos because Ustream at the moment are fucking us. They're taking $99 a month off us and uh, the podcast is getting that popular. We're using all of our fucking uh, streaming time up. We're getting allocated amount of streaming time and it's that popular. We, we're getting very, very close to our maximum so... Uh, it's now becoming uh, financially fucking possible because the next stage up is $500 a month and I'm not paying that much. Uh, hopefully we will be back within the next two weeks with episode three of the Go Forth and Amplify podcast. Uh, a Ustream's upload will hopefully be... Uh, sorry, a uh, RGN's upload of the podcast will hopefully be available in the next two weeks. Uh, thanks very much for joining us. Anything you'd like to say to close us off Declan Whiteside? Uh, no, I'm fucking knackered. Stay black. See you on the other side, Ray.